It's fantasy football time with the fantasy football champs. Fitzgerald leaps and he's got it. It's a touchdown for Larry Fitzgerald. Dominate your league with the guys from ffchamps.com. Green Todd DeVries and Bill Enright are the fantasy football champs. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Fantasy Football Champs on Football Nation Radio. I am Bill Enright. With me is Todd DeVries. Todd, can't believe already, second week of October, here we are heading into week six of the 2013 NFL season. Bring it on, Bill. I'm feeling good, my friend. I had a great week of fantasy football action. Great weekend. Who, who were who were your big-time playmakers? Who were your superstars from this week? Let me just sum it up this way. I play in a yeah. lot of leagues, but I'll sum it up this way. In one of the most important leagues I play in, a high quarterback value league, okay? Mm-hmm. I had Peyton Manning starting and Romo as my bench guy. Wow. That's how good I am, Bill. You're getting a lot of offers this week? I am dangling Tony Romo like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, I can only imagine. So, yes, I'm fielding offers, and by the end of the week, I should be an improved team. Now, when you're looking to trade a guy like Tony Romo, are you worried that you're making your opponent's team better at all, or you don't care because you have Peyton? I worry about that a little bit. So I I factor that into the the equation. I don't ignore that at all. You know what I mean? So who are you looking to get in return? Have you made any uh, Uh, There's a potential – there's a couple of possibilities out there. I'm uh, the one guy is a Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. and he has LaShawn McCoy. Ooh, heavy quarterback league. I mean, quarter, put it this way: I scored about one. You score about one twenty in this league. You know, one twenty is a decent week. Right, right. And Manning got me like fifty-two points. You know, and Romo had fifty-eight, something like that. So it's like half, almost. I mean, if they go nuts like that, it's almost half your points. I'm in a crazy bonus league where, you know, the guy gets a bonus for tying his shoes before the game. Yep. He got 70 – Tony Romo got me 72 points. And, mm. I, and I have Des Bryant, too, and that, that's my dynasty team, which I won the championship last year. So, Tony Romo, 72 points got me. Mm. Other what? offer I had was um, was um, uh, Le'Veon Bell and C.J. Spiller for Romo. That's not a bad deal. No, I'm, I'm just kind of struggling at running back. I have Lacey and Trent as my two top running backs, both of yeah, which, you know, you they're need okay. Some help there. Yeah, so, you know, it's good. It's good to be me right now, Bill. <laughs> good to be Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell came out and said that his foot is feeling fine. He doesn't have any uh, concerns. He didn't suffer any setbacks. So that's certainly good news. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Buffalo um, Bills have a really easy running schedule coming up. I don't know. I, that, that trade sounds good. But if you can get McCoy, I mean, obviously that's who you're going after. Well, we'll see. It's um, it's a long week. So we'll see what happens. And then, of course, I'm the top team in my league, so the other managers might vote it down no matter what I try to do. Right. I always have to worry about that, you know, that factor. So we'll see. <laughs> I, love, I love wheeling and dealing, though, Bill. This is the time of year to wheel and deal, you know? Yeah, I hear you. It certainly is. Because now you, you think about it, everyone is kind of settled into their rosters. You really know who you have, at, who, who, where your strong points are, where your weaknesses are. And now's the time to kind of, you know, make some moves based on what you've been doing. Yeah. Or, how, you're, re- or how your players have been, been performing. Exactly. There's, there's very little uncertainty out there anymore, you know. You kind of know what you got now. So uh, it's time to uh, 
you know, try to improve that roster. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of questions, Bill, on the phone, via Twitter, and email regarding trades and waiver wire this week. Absolutely. Tuesday, uh, as we're broadcasting live here on Football Nation Radio, uh, you're listening to the Fantasy Football Champs. Tuesday is basically the day that everyone puts in their waiver claims. You wake up Wednesday morning. I call it like the waiver wire Christmas because you wake up Wednesday morning and all of a sudden you have these new gifts on your roster. I always look forward to that. So if you do have a question for your waiver wire or your pickups this week, you can give us a call. 855-478-7030 is the phone number. You can also email us, radio, at footballnation.com. Uh, Todd, we got a lot to do today, but before we kind of preview what we're going to be up to, why don't we give a quick shout-out to our producer, Josh Deering, checking on what's going on up at the studio. How's it going, Josh? It's going very good, guys. I had to sweat out Matt Ryan last night to win in two of my leagues. It was uh, a little nerve-wracking. But you had Matt Ryan, or are you, are you against him? I had Matt Ryan. Mm. And did he did he help you, or did he hurt you? Uh, I ended up winning both leagues by like by three or four points. Well, you're lucky that shovel pass to Jason Snelling counted as a passing touchdown. Absolutely. Because that, you would have gotten really hurt because Julio had a couple shots at, at the one-yard line and didn't get in. They kept calling offensive or defensive holding in the end zone, which is just an absurd call. I mean, the game's on the line. It's fourth and one, and they're calling an offensive holding to give the Falcons a, a, um, a new set of downs with, like, less than two minutes to go in the game. I, I wasn't really pleased with the referees last night. And usually I don't really complain, but last night I, I just thought it was a joke. Yeah, at least in the end it worked out for me. Yeah, yeah. Matt Ryan came through. Good for you, and he did it without Julio. He did it without Roddy White, and we'll talk about him in a little bit. But Roddy White left the game with a hamstring injury. Julio Jones was in and out of the game with a knee injury. He was limping after the game, so a little bit of a messy situation down there, Atlanta. Jeez. Go ahead, Todd. Go ahead. You can say it now. Go Your ahead. Atlanta Falcons, Bill. Right. Right. By the way, I'm, I'm making a new prediction. I'm sticking. I'm sticking in the division, but I've given up on the Falcons. I'm going with the Saints. Bill's Super Bowl bound Falcons. My Super Bowl bound Falcons too. Oh, you Josh's too, Josh? Super Bowl bound Falcons. Yep. Yes, I just don't know. I don't know how a team can go three and thirteen last year and then just turn around and go one and three to start the year and just look awful. They look terrible. Bill, you can't lose at home to the Jets. I tell you what. After Matt Ryan scored that touchdown, or the, you know, let him down the field, two minutes left, scored the touchdown. The Falcons are up twenty-eight, twenty-seven. I said, "No way is Geno Smith going to lead the Jets down the field," and he did it with ease. He did it with no problem. I think that showed a lot uh, from the from the rookie quarterback for the New York Jets. It certainly proved to me that he, that he's uh, a capable player in, yep. in the NFL. Hey, he's proven me wrong, Bill. Yeah, we we said this year anyway. You know, EJ Manuel, Geno. You know, we weren't expecting much at all from these guys. These guys were shaky prospects when you compared them to the Lux and the RG3s from the year before. And they went to bad, bad franchises, you right. know? And yet, both have, sh- have shown, you know, signs of, you know, great potential. I have to admit it. There's been yeah. times. That, yeah, they have their, their moments, too. You know, butt fumble, too. Geno right. Smith, the, the Harlem Globetrotter move fumble right. last week. But... You know, he's showing some signs. I mean, dude, Monday Night Football in Atlanta, you win the game. And the Jets are 3-2. and two. Yeah, not bad. Not so, bad. you know, they've proven me wrong. And um, and Matt Ryan, I, I just, you know, I'm not a – Matt Ryan and Tony Romo are two quarterbacks I just don't trust in a big spot. But um, I still thought they were going to win last night, Bill. I mean, jeez, you, you got to win. You're 1-3, you're at home, and, and you, you, you know – it's a stink bomb. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. 
Uh, like I said, we've got a lot to get to today, Todd. A lot of people will be calling and emailing us with their waiver wire questions, so we're going to go over our Week 6 waiver wire report. Plus, we're going to play a fun new game. We're going to slow down or speed up. We'll take a look at our stat projector that we have at ffchamps.com and kind of give an outlook, give a little bit of a breakdown of what we expect some of the players to do for the rest of the season. That's going up a little bit later in the show. We're also previewing the Week 6 matchups. And there's a new contest, Todd, up at DraftKings.com. We did one last week in Week 5. A lot of success. Uh, still the same kind of format, 50, 50 entries or 50 spots, 50 open spots, $400 in cash prizes, and it's only $10 to enter. So you can get that information on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ffchamps. I'm going to tweet out a link in just a little bit, uh, at ffchamps. And if you're listening to us live on Football Nation, you can just click on the DraftKings banner underneath the radio player and it'll bring you right to that contest. So I didn't do that well in in, uh, week five. And if you beat my score, you automatically got an extra $5. And I believe of the 50 people, I finished in like 39th. Which Ooh. is terrible, Bill. awful, pitiful. Generous. You're being generous. Well, I mean, I can play it off as I wanted our members and our listeners and our audience to, to win money. But that would be a facetious. Lie. A lie. Exactly. <laughs> you don't like to lose to anyone. I don't like to lose. And I did last week. It was pathetic. Um, my first four weeks were on the ball, on the money. And I won some money. And last week was just, I got cute, Todd. I got a little too cute. And it came to bite me in my butt. How'd box. you get cute? What'd you do? <sighs> you what know, was your th- fatal flaw? Here's the thing. I don't know why I was trying to get cute, because there's nothing cute about me. I'm bald. I'm about 25 pounds overweight. Uh, I'm sluggish. I don't know why I would think I could I could get cute on a Sunday morning and have it work out in my favor, and it didn't. And I'm really, really agitated about it, because <laughs> now, you know, DraftKings are our main sponsor. So they had to give uh, 39 or 40 other people $5 just because they beat my score. I planned on finishing in the top five. So now I look bad in front of our sponsors. I look bad in front of our members. I look bad in front of our radio show audience. It's just a a dumb, dumb move. I made a couple last-minute tweaks. You know what happens is Sunday morning I'm live on ffchamps.com. We do a webcast for an hour. And I'm watching all these inactives, and I'm watching all, you know, who's coming in and who's coming out, and I'm, I'm going, helping people with their lineups, and I'm going over our rankings. And I just I just made some last-minute switches. I was looking at some of the over-under lines that Vegas sent out, and I was really feeling what the Giants and the Eagles could have done with the scoreboard. And I took out everyone from the Broncos and the Cowboys, and I switched it up with everyone from the Eagles and the Giants. And oh. that mistake is going to haunt me probably for the rest of the year. Wow. Oh, my God. You know, I had guys like like Julius Thomas in, and I took him out. I had uh, – I still had Demarius Thomas, but I think I believe I, – I think I had Wes Welker and Victor Cruz in, and then I switched it for Demarius Thomas and, like, some, some other, I don't know, no-name receiver. Um, I had David Wilson and LaShawn McCoy. Uh, instead of Tony Romo, I used Eli Manning. Just I just made some really crazy mistakes Monday Sunday morning – which I don't suggest doing. You know, I, I have a lineup set. Uh, usually I do it on Thursday night, Friday afternoon. I should have just stuck with that lineup, and, uh, and I didn't. And I, uh, I'm i paying for it. I'm paying for past, it now. It's in the past, Bill. you got to forget about it. Well, New, listen, I, I'm, a, week. I'm sure people are going to be calling up and... and, and, and uh, bashing you? Bashing me for my <laughs> terrible score. 
which is fine. I mean, I deserve it this week, but I'm getting. Luckily, I'm, DraftKings is giving me a second chance to redeem myself in Week Six. Here we go. So we have Fresh a new contest. New contest. Ten dollars to enter. Four hundred dollars in cash prizes. And if you beat my score again, you get another five dollars. Oh, well, this week's you won't go over two on this bill. No, no. I, I You're coming refuse. back with a vengeance. I refuse. Yes. Uh, I mentioned the telephone calls, 855-478-7030. You can also email us, radio at footballnation.com. Uh, before we get into some emails in, in our injury report, what do you say we do champs and chumps? Who were the playmakers, the showstoppers, the studs? Woo! And who were the losers, the bums, and the duds? Bill and Todd identify the champs and chumps. That's right, Todd. The champs and chumps, we love this segment because we like – reflecting on what all the action from the previous week before we really jump into week six or, or the upcoming week with the Thursday night game. It's very difficult for us to kind of just reflect and look back. And it's always like, go, 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 go next, next, next upcoming, upcoming, but champs and chumps kind of gives us some time to, to celebrate and also call out the players that uh, did well or played poorly. Yeah. So why don't we get it going, Bill? Um, I'll run down the quarterback champs and then uh, you provide a little analysis. What do you think? Yeah, sure. Well, we start with Tony Romo and Peyton Manning, the head to head battle, Bill. My God, over 900 passing yards between them, 10 total touchdowns between these two guys. Each of them threw a pick, the first one of the year for Peyton Manning, and a costly one, as everyone's been scrutinizing this one, Tony Romo at the end of the game. But, Bill, combined for about 76 fantasy points in standard scoring format. Those two went off in a fantasy freak show. That game was just crazy. Uh, Points after point after point, touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. I believe the over-under was 56 points to start the game, and it ended up being like 99 or or 98. It was was absolutely insane. Um, Just a lot of touchdowns. That was the best fantasy game uh, probably it's going to finish the year as the best fantasy game of the season. Maybe Bill, top three. Top three. You know, uh, I texted you. Yeah. W- late in the game mm-hmm. when uh, the Broncos tied it up and they left some time on the clock for the Cowboys, and I said, I think these Cowboys are going to win this game. And your text immediately was, "This is before the last drive." <laughs> you, you had two texts. I'm looking at them right now. The first yeah. one was nah, and the second one. was <laughs> The second one says, Romo will throw an INT on this drive. Yeah. And what happened about a minute and a half later? Romo threw the INT. You know, he's such a good quarterback. He really is. And if I didn't hate the Dallas Cowboys so much, I would would feel bad for Tony Romo. But since I'm a big Cowboy basher, I, I don't feel bad for the guy. He had 506 yards. He had five touchdowns. That is an incredible performance, and anyone – the only thing people want to talk about is the INT. I mean, that really – that game sums up his entire career. Uh, plays great all season long, and then he has just one bonehead play, which, which costs him the season. In this case, it cost him the game, but I, I knew that INT was coming, Todd, and you can check the timestamp on it on that text message. Um, I know. I did, that, I did that to a couple other people too, and I, I, I looked like a genius on that play. There you go. Another quarterback champ not from the Denver-Dallas game was Russell Wilson, Bill. He's kind of had a a quiet fantasy season thus far, but he showed up with 210 passing yards, two touchdowns, but he rushed for over 100 yards, Bill. And the rushing is really what got him into the fantasy champs section 
for the quarterbacks because if you're in a bonus league, you get 100 rushing yards and, and that nice little bonus for a quarterback. I mean, that's worth its weight in gold. So the 210 yards, two touchdowns, nothing really crazy through the air. But the 10 points you got for him is 102 rushing yards or maybe a little bit more on the bonus. That's that's where the points come in. Underrated game, Bill. Everyone talking about um, Denver-Dallas, but how about that Indy-Seattle game? That was a really that was an excellent game. I, I really like – I enjoyed that game a lot, yeah. And our boy uh, – well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it a little bit later. But somebody woke up big in that game. We'll get to yes, that in a little did. bit. Quarterback chumps, Bill. How about Matt Schaub? Well, can it get any worse for this guy? You watch Sunday Night Football. They talk about all the pick sixes this guy's throwing. And what happens in the first drive? Pick uh, six. Yeah, I mean, that's his fourth straight game with a pick six. I don't even know. You can't try to do that and get it done. Four straight games with a pick six? I mean, that's just – it's absurd for an NFL starting quarterback. Yeah, and, it, and it didn't get much better after the pick six. You no. Know, barely 50% completion rate, 173 yards, no touchdowns, three INTs. Bill, that's barely – that's not even a single fantasy point if you have negative points for interceptions. Yeah, and then he got benched, so he couldn't even, like, save you at the end of the game in nope. garbage time. <laughs> no. Well, hopefully nobody out there is starting shop unless maybe you're in a two-quarterback league or something. Right. Um, another chump, Bill. You don't see this name on the list very often, but how about that number 12 up in New England, Tom Brady, Bill? What happened there? No touchdown passes for the first time in, what, 52 games? Yeah, the streak was snapped. 197 yards, 18 of 38. Yeah, there was some bad weather there, there but Amendola was back. Just a terrible performance from Tom Brady. You know, I can't figure out the Bengals, Todd. I mean, they beat the Packers. They lose to the Brian Hoyer and the Browns. And then they go ahead and beat the Patriots. So the Bengals up and down season right now, but they look good against New England, even in the rain. And we also have Carson Palmer as a quarterback chump. So we'll blame the rain for Brady and Palmer's performance. But well, Palmer, Palmer's on the Cardinals, dude. Oh, my God. What am I thinking? He's on the you're, bank. You're thinking back like seven years ago. <laughs> wow, that was terrible. <laughs> that yeah, Carson is Palmer. awful. <laughs> I totally really just like legit thought Palmer was playing in that game. No. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. I can't believe I just did that. Carson but yeah. Palmer's... All right, so let's stick with Brady. Yeah. Do you think Tom Brady looks at his arch rival Peyton Manning and says, look at what this guy gets to play with? Look at Wes Welker. Look what he's doing with Wes Welker. Look at Demarius Thomas. Look at Eric Decker. Look at the tight end, Julius Thomas. Even Noshaw Moreno, even Peyton Manning is making Noshaw Moreno look good. And then Brady just kind of looks at his team and he says, well, there's a rookie. There's an undrafted rookie. There's a guy that we signed this year, hasn't played since week one. There's Julian Edelman, who was playing uh, defensive back and punt returner for us a couple seasons ago. There's Rob Gronkowski, who hasn't played since uh, the last last January. Like, do you think Brady just looks around and kind of feels sorry for himself? No. They, they think back when they won their Super Bowls. They, they won them with no name receivers across the board. Yeah, Troy Brown was the biggest name, right? And you know, when they had all their great offenses, when they did have you know Randy Moss in the mix, they didn't have a lot of other great ones. But Randy Moss, Gronk, at full hundred percent. You know, they didn't win at all. So we'll see. It's a long season, Bill. And uh, it's not like if the – hey, if the Patriots were 1-4 and four, like the Falcons, then maybe, yeah, you could you could say something like that. But right. they're 4-1. and one, They're going to be just fine. They're going to get Gronk back at some point. Amendola hopefully can stay healthy. They'll get things clicking here down the line. I think Tom Brady's a great buy-low candidate if you, um, you know, need a quarterback for down the stretch. I think Brady will turn it around. That's a good point. We're going to do a, a trade bait and pray segment on Thursday. 
and we'll have uh, Brady should definitely be on that list. All right, so let's blast through this. We mentioned Carson Palmer. Not much to say there no. for the Cardinals. 175 yards, touchdown, three interceptions. I was not a huge Carson Palmer, Palmer believer unless you wanted to kind of um, take a flyer on him in, on your draft day, but he's just, you know, he hasn't he hasn't performed. Right. Okay, running back champs, Bill. I'll rattle him off. Pierre Thomas. Last week it was – Darren Sproles for the Saints this week is Pierre Thomas. 19 rushes, 36 yards. It's nothing much there. But nine catches for 55 yards, two receiving touchdowns, Bill. He was very Sproles-like in that win. Yes, he certainly was. And, and with Mark Ingram out, Pierre Thomas and Darren Sproles are getting a lot of work in the Saints' backfield. So expect that to continue. No Sean Moreno for the Barrancos, another running back champ, Bill. 93 rushing yards and a touchdown, five catches for 57 yards, Bill. Only one guy was not impressed. That was LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, I mean, McCoy is just, you know. Why does he tweet that? Just for, uh, no, just, I, I believe. I don't know what we're talking I, about. He is, tweeted, is that, what did he tweet? He tweeted, no Sean Moreno sucks, basically, Sk- right? Skip Bayless said something along the lines of, no Sean Moreno's having a great season. And then LaShawn McCoy said, no Sean sucks. Out of nowhere. I think were they drafted the same year? Hmm. Not sure. I, th- I think they were drafted in the same year and McCoy slipped far. When did he get drafted? Second round? Second round. So yeah. Moreno was like a first round pick and I think he has a grudge about that. I think he's still upset about that. I remember watching like one of those E sixty reports or something like that and he said, you know, I don't like the running backs that, that were drafted ahead of me. And I guess that's still where it's coming out. Moreno responded, but didn't respond directly to McCoy. He just said something along the lines of, you know, we're 5-0, and we're playing great, haters going to hate, which was pretty cool. Just, I love seeing so the trash r- talk. I love seeing it. Love it. It was r- so random. It was you random. Know? It was. R- Listen, <laughs> did you see, do you remember the video that I had last year when I went to the Giants-Eagles game? I was on the sidelines, yeah. and McCoy just walked over to me and just started talking trash. Like, it was in the pregame warm-ups. It was out of nowhere. It was out of nowhere. He was running routes on the sidelines, and my brother and I were just standing there, all, uh, you know, kind of just hanging out b- before the game, and he just walked over to us, like, directly to us, and just started talking trash. He was a foot away from my face, pointing in my face, getting at me. It was a lot of fun. It was really cool. I, I kind of respected him for doing that, but trash talkers like to talk trash. Yeah, well, he, he certainly... And McCoy, uh, McCoy's one of them. <laughs> yep, same draft class. Um, no, Sean Moreno was number 12 overall to the Broncos, and Sean McCoy, 53rd overall to the Eagles. Right. There you go. All right, some other running back champs. How about Ray Rice, Bill? Showed up. 27 rushes. That's a workhorse type of uh, carries there, and he mustered up 74 rushing yards, two touchdowns, six catches for 28 yards. A very workmanlike you know, product, productive day for Ray Rice. And when you draft Ray Rice in the first round, that's what you're expecting each and every week. All right. Running back chumps, Bill. The flip side of the Saints running back tandem, Darren Sproles, only three rushes for 10 yards, three catches for 31. You know, a, a big downer for those people that uh, wanted a back-to-back huge weeks from Sproles. Yeah, Pierre Thomas got it instead. Yep. And then Lamar Miller, I'm not surprised here, Bill. I just don't trust this guy at all. And it's unfortunate because I got him in a bunch of leagues, and I kind of have to play him most weeks as a flex. Lamar Miller, seven rushes for 15 yards. El Stinkarino. You know, Todd, I'm I'm buying low on, on Lamar Miller because 
he played a significant amount of more snaps than his teammate Daniel Thomas. The Dolphins were on a bye this week. So now would be a good time to buy Lamar Miller low. Again, he had three straight weeks of 60 yards, two out of the three, he scored a touchdown. I'm buying low on Miller. Okay. But but he's no – I mean, what is his ceiling? Like, is he a solid RB2, a low-end RB3, a flat – what is he? I think he can get to RB2 level. He's not there yet. He's borderline flex at this point. But I think yeah. he can get to RB2 level. I, I really do. All right, the wide receiver champs, Bell. And there are basically we have five of them here. And four of the five are some fresh names that are pretty exciting in my book. You have Alshon Jeffrey. You know, what What the heck is going on in Chicago? Brandon Marshall. Ten catches, 218 yards, and a touchdown for Alshon. I think Brandon Marshall's getting double teamed a lot, and that's leaving Alshon open. And Jay Culler and, and Brandon had a little bit of a chat on Monday a uh, little one-to-one, quarterback to wide receiver, and I think Cutler had to calm down Marshall a little bit. But, hey, Alshon's playing, uh, um, like, out of control. The last two weeks he's, he's been on the wide receiver champ ter- uh, list. Well, he was an absolute beast at South Carolina, so it, it was only a matter of time. He was a little bit of a knucklehead in college. We said if he could keep his head on straight, he's a talent, and right now he's showing that talent. Another guy, Bill, this is a guy that we've loved, and he's he's been hurt. Most of the year, he's played through it. T.Y. Hilton comes through. Five catches, 140 yards, and two scores in what was one of the best games of the weekend. This is our guy, Todd. We, we love T.Y. Uh, we loved him as a rookie. You loved, you loved him in college. And I actually was asked on Sunday, on my Sunday morning webcast on FFChamps.com, I was asked, oh, Bill, do you still believe in T.Y. Hilton or is it time to cut him? I said, absolutely not. I mean, Hilton is a playmaker. His game is built on speed. We're a little bit worried about the injury, but we think he was past it. This week was the first time he wasn't on the team's injury report, so that was certainly a good sign heading into the game. And then, bam, five catches, 140 yards, and two TDs. You can't ask for a better game. I'll admit it. I have him in about two-thirds of my leagues, and I didn't have him starting this week because, number one, we kind of said you got to wait and see till he's healthy, right? right. And number two, they're playing the Seahawks, and I don't—I didn't expect this offensive explosion against that secondary. You know, neither, neither did I. But that game was surprisingly a really good day for fantasy. Yep. You've been saying it. Yep. So uh, T.Y. Hilton is back on good terms with fantasy owners. Hopefully, nobody cut him. They listened to us. Three other wide receiver champs: Bill Des Bryant. No surprise here. Six catches, 141 yards, two scores. Almost had a third score. Bill on that long, um, that long passing catch where he got tackled to what the two or three yard line. Terrence Williams, his counterpart there in Dallas, Bill, this guy's going to be uh, snagged in a lot of waiver wire pickups this week. Four catches, 151 yards of the touchdown. Bill, this guy was one of Robert Griffin III's top receivers at Baylor, along with Josh Gordon, by the way, and Kendall Wright, by the way. Yep. <laughs> Think about that Crazy. That's crazy. I, I know. No, one, so, no wonder uh, why he won the Heisman that year. Yeah, exactly. So this is a guy that uh, we'll be talking about a little later in the show, but Terrence Williams definitely makes our wide receiver champs list. And how about Justin Blackman? He comes back, five catches, 136 yards, and a touchdown. Even He, he even made Blaine Gabbert look good at times, Bill. Yeah, I mean, Justin Blackman back in action off the four-game suspension, and if, you're, if you held on to him for, for uh, those four weeks, you, you know, this is a big reward for you know, what you had to deal with. All right, the wide receiver chumps, Bill. Marquise Colston, two catches, 15 yards. Yuck. Kembrell Tompkins, Patriots rookie, 
Three catches, 16 yards in that sloppy weather in Cincinnati. And then Anquan Bolden, two catches, 21 yards. He has been up and down, very inconsistent this year. Unfortunately, Bill, um, you know, it it just seems like he can't pull together week after week for uh, Colin Kaepernick. It just, he he has a big week and then like one or two bad weeks, another big week and a bad week. He, I don't know what's going on there. It's a weird offense. The the Niners offense is, in, in a bad spot right now. They're winning a couple games, which is good, but they're not impressing me fantasy-wise. They need a receiver. Uh, Vernon Davis is a tight end, they, and they're using him as their as their number one wide receiver. Anquan Bolden is really just a move-the-chains possession guy. I heard a rumor that they're looking to trade for Josh Gordon, maybe Kenny Britt. Uh, I doubt Hakeem mm. Nix. I, I doubt Hakeem Nix. Kenny Nicks. Britt? Listen, they need somebody. Kenny Britt has the talent. He's just a moron Get that Gordon. doesn't want to play anymore. I don't um, want any part of Kenny Britt. I'm just saying, uh, you know, we'll 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 see what happens, but they need they need somebody. They have nobody. They need somebody. I well, I agree with you there. All right, tight ends, Bill. How about Orange Julius? This guy nine catches, 122 yards, and two touchdowns. What a phenom this guy's been this year. I know he's had some down weeks, but it's a tight end, Bill. Tight ends are going to be up and down unless your jam- name is Jimmy Graham, and he came through huge in that game. Jason Witten on the other side of the ball, seven catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. And then Jimmy Graham, the perma champ, Bill, 10 catches, 135 yards. Didn't get in the end zone. What's wrong with Jimmy Graham? Only 10 catches, 135. No scores, Bill. Uh, you know, Jimmy Graham, people are, are getting spoiled by how good he is and how many touchdowns he's been scoring. I believe he had six heading into week five, and then he doesn't score a touchdown, but he still gets over 100 yards, But and people are complaining. If you're in a PPR league, you got 10 catches th- and uh, 135 yards? It's craziness. I, I know. I know. Uh, the tight ends are, are coming to life, and I'm, I'm loving it. Tight end chumps Bill. Kobe Fleener in that high-scoring game against the Seahawks. Only two catches for 15 yards. Disappointing there. Jared Cook continues to disappoint Bill. Three catches for 26 yards. We need to have a talk about him and whether or not we're, uh, you know, starting to lose faith in Mr. Cook. And then Jordan Cameron had an off night. Three catches, 36 yards. He had a quarterback change in the middle of the game when Horry went down for Whedon. Uh, Cameron, hopefully he'll bounce back. Even though old man Whedon's probably the QB there, um... What are your thoughts on those chumps, Mr. Bill? Well, let's go back to Jared Cook here for a second. I don't understand why Lance Kendricks is getting touchdown, touchdown uh, red zone targets that he's converting to touchdowns because we know Jared Cook is the better talent. So why are they using Lance Kendricks in the red zone when they could be going to Jared Cook? I'm very disappointed, especially after his week one performance. Big time letdown from Colby Fleener. He was actually one of my absolute steals of the week in my DraftKings article because Garrett Graham and Owen Daniels did an excellent job against the Seahawks. I thought Fleener would get a lot of action, but it turns out T.Y. Hill and Reggie Wayne uh, did just enough. They didn't need Fleener in this game. And then Jordan Cameron, uh, you know, he had a pass interference in the the end zone, which would have been a touchdown, and he had a really big drop along the sidelines once Brandon Whedon got into action, I was a little bit worried, but he kept looking toward Cameron, so that's certainly a good sign going forward. But, you know, that pass interference, the Reds in the end zone, that's big. That that could change, totally change him from a chump to a champ. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I, I think you will agree with me that, shockingly, Hoyer did a nice job looking at, at Cameron. And we, we want to make, you know, Whedon could be a downgrade for Cameron. Would you agree? I, and- 
Josh Gordon and Jordan Cameron owners should maybe want to start shipping or at least negotiating some deals because, yeah, I'm a little bit worried about Brandon Whedon. Yeah, um, old man Whedon. <laughs> the Browns. Bill, the, the Browns, they keep winning. They're trying to tank for Teddy. They're not trying to tank for Teddy. They're trading. They're not trading. What is going on with these guys? Yeah, I don't know what's happened with the Browns, but I believe they're in first place right now in the AFC North. Well, here's my only concern with, with Cameron. I mean, um, I'm looking at his targets through five weeks, okay? I'll go week by week. Just targets, not catches. 13, 7, 11, 12, and then last week only five targets. Yeah, that's a little bit of a downgrade. That that game was out of control, too. I know. Um, out of control. Yep. All right, so that was the champs and the chumps for this week. We are going to take some telephone calls before we take a break. 855-478-7030. We're going to go to my my homeboy, Bodog. He's been on hold very patiently. What's up, Nick? How's it going? Good. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Uh, probably as good as I can be after the, the beatdown hey. I took in week five. I was only five points ahead of you, but, you know. <laughs> Now, now, Nick, you've been having a lot of success on DraftKings. I believe you won three hundred dollars a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, four hundred total. Won, yeah, four hundred total in like two weeks' time. I don't know what I, I I know what I did wrong this week, and it was very dumb of me. What, what happened to your team? Um, David Wilson. <laughs> yeah, he started off the game so great, had the touchdown, uh, and then he got injured. I mean, he. I was I was like so psyched the first quarter. It's like, okay, touchdown, here we go. You know, and then he gets hurt. And yep. then uh, Colby Cleaner hurt me, uh, and I, you know, it's yeah. I I looked at Romo and just I just said, okay, I'm not going to count on Romo today. You know, I mean, it was it was it was just it was one of those weeks I think where you just got to, you know, I I won some free tickets for for next week, so okay, good. you know I didn't win any big bucks, but I you know it's just David Wilson just killed me. I had him in three teams, and it just you know. Stuck a knife in me, and I was done. Yeah, I hear you, man. Uh, you have any questions for this week, or you just wanted to kind of yeah, just, uh, just commiserate well, actually, with me? Yeah, I'm, I, uh, I'm three and two in one league, and I'm doing good there, and I'm all set. In one league, I'm one and four. I'm losing by, like, five points a week. Okay. I've got a good team, and I'm just wondering, is it like – like, I've got RG3 and Eli, quarterback. I've got Marshawn Lynch, Eddie Lacy, Gio Bernard. This is a, a, a keeper league. I get to keep two. Okay. I got Josh Gordon, Pierre uh, Garcon. Uh, I've got Bronk and Gonzo. Wow. And on the bench, I have DeAndre Hopkins, Austin Pettis, and Robert Woods. And my big concern is week 12, I've got Lynch. And Bernard are both on bye, right? And the team's not doing well, and I just I'm I'm, I'm trying not to panic. <laughs> but that's I'm a, just that's thinking, a pretty solid team there, Nick. That's not a I bad know. team. I know. I don't. Are, you know, it's like this week, my my opponent had all their big wide receivers on bye, and they said, "Oh, I have to put T.Y. Hilton in," oh, and geez. they had Romo going. So I mean, it was just like it's I'm running into that every week. And uh, what I guess the one question I have is because I don't want to do any major trades and panic at this point. Is for week twelve? Is it would it make any sense to like stash uh, Jonathan Stewart or anything for just so I have a, a run? Because I need to start two running backs. I'm not going with Jonathan Stewart. I just like I think Marcel Reese. I'd much rather see you pick him. 
I would much rather see you pick up Marcel Reese, even though McFadden's only injured for what we think is short term. That can quickly turn into a long term, given McFadden's injury history. I like Marcel Reese because I think he can do stuff for you now. Just pick him stu- up and stash him for yeah. for my bye week. Yeah, I mean, you might be able and to then, use him in a couple weeks. Yeah. Also, the one thing I also is is in the uh, 14th round. Percy Harvin was standing there, so I took him, and we have an IR slot, so I just see some stash in my IR slot. Have you heard anything about when he? coming back or he's rehabbing actually in new york right now he just began running again i don't know when he's going to come back he said he'll be ready by week eight i believe when he first got the surgery which was just absurd because the team was saying uh yeah it's more like december and Mm -hmm. that's the that's kind of the latest i heard i know he began running again i don't know if he's in football shape i don't know if when he's going to start catching passes or really sprinting and running routes but he might come back a little bit sooner than expected but I don't know. The earliest is what Thanksgiving week before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's not. It's not hurting my team because it's an IR slot. So I just figured right. I keep stash there. And a great option for the fantasy football playoffs. So that's a really good move. Yeah. Um. Last last question is is I've got uh, as I said I had Gronk and, and Gonzo. Um. Gonzo's on buy, so I'm gonna put Gronk and Miller's sitting there on the waiver wire. You think I should just try and pick him up for insurance in case uh, Gronk uh, decides to be a little bit more of a prima donna and not play? <laughs> Heath Miller? Yeah. Yeah, I would pick up Heath Miller just in case uh, Gronk doesn't play, but I'm not dropping Gronk or Gonzalez. Oh, no, no, no. I'd, drop, I'd probably drop Rob, uh, Robert Woods. Or, there you go. Um, now, should well, I hang on to Eli for the rest of the year or just – you have, R- you have RG three, right? Just got off his buy. Yeah. I wouldn't. Nah, I would dump Eli. I would actually keep Robert Woods. Uh, Stevie okay, Johnson's so I'll, I'll a little dump, bit hurt. I'll dump Eli, and then if yeah. RG three goes down, I'll just pick up the best I can get. There you go. All right. Well, listen, Nick. guys. I uh, can't wait for your uh, your next this week's DraftKings. I'm going to make a big rebound this week. Take a you first. got it, man. Thanks for listening and thanks for playing with us. And we'll we'll have that article out on Wednesday. And uh, the, we'll do our little radio segment about the best buys overpriced players on Thursday. So there you go, Todd. Uh, Nick, a.k.a. Bodog, had a little bit of a, some problems this week in DraftKings as well. Yes, he did. Um, this is a big rebound week, Bill. I, I'm looking at the matchups. I'm already lick, liking a few things I'm looking seeing here. So this is, the, this is the week that we rebound. You're going to study your ass off for this. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm coming. I know you. You you will sit down and you are going to analyze this thing like you've never had before. You know, I, I thought I was doing that last week. Nope, you're going to take it to a new <laughs> level this week. You actually had your you had a good lineup set, and then you, I, you I, messed with it. Yeah, I, I told you. I I got cute. Yeah, you won't make that mistake again. No, can't can't make it again. Uh, Matt in Kansas City, you're next with a trade question. What's up, Matt? Yeah, hey guys, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. You got it, brother. I- I have a trade proposal here this morning, and I uh, was about to hit uh, go ahead and accept, but I figured you guys were on today, so I'd wait and run it by you first. I'm in a 12-man non-PPR. I have to start two running backs and then three wide receivers slash tight ends, so I can start a combination of three. I'm pretty deep at running back. Currently, I have Jamal Charles, Reggie Bush, No Sean Moreno, Gio Bernard, and Shane Vereen. And the trade proposal I have is the guy is wanting me to send him Reggie Bush and A.J. Green, and he's willing to send me Calvin Johnson and Demarius Thomas in return. Uh, that would Reggie leave me Bush with my wideout as those two 
And then I also have Josh Gordon and Danny Amendola as my other top two wideouts. So it's coming down to you're giving up Reggie Bush and A.J. Green, and you're getting back Calvin Johnson and Demarius Thomas? That's correct. And you said you don't really need the running back? He has. Well, I have, he has. He has I have, Jamal Charles, yeah. Reggie Bush, Moreno, Gio, mm. and mm. Vereen. And yeah, I can see, only start See you, Reggie. Take care. Lots of luck. Hello, it's AJ. It's not PPR, Bill. Yeah, that's all right. Demarius Thomas and, and Calvin Johnson? What so you're AJ starting – so, Matt, your starting lineup would be Calvin, Demarius, and Gordon? Or Amendola. Okay, and then you start Jamal Charles and Marino or Gio. Correct, and from what I can tell, I looked real briefly, I don't have any bye week issues. Do you want to just hold off just because we don't know what's going on with Calvin Johnson yet? Like, do you want to just see if he's practicing this week? Right. I think I read somewhere where he was an almost started this last week. and Yeah, but then he good. went out on Sunday and he didn't really feel up to himself. Uh, that was a big shock to me, Todd. I wasn't prepared for Calvin Johnson being inactive. Now, listen, he didn't practice at all last week, but sometimes that's routine. Julio Jones didn't practice last week, and he was still out there active on Monday night. So I would just be a little cautious about that knee injury. We're gonna uh, Calvin Johnson is actually going to be one of the players that we're talking in the speed-up, slow-down game that we're going to do in a little bit. Um, but, Todd, I mean, A.J. Green and Demarius, I mean, Calvin and Demarius, to me, in my eyes, still top five wide receivers. A.J. Green, top six, maybe that sixth spot, but he hasn't really been doing much lately. Reggie Bush, you're getting rid of him. I know that kind of stings, but in a non-PPR league, how good is he? Yeah, um, it's a tough one. Uh, he's got to, he can start three. I might do the deal. Again, if, if you're feeling good about Calvin coming back, and the reports are pretty positive as of last night anyway, Bill, that, you know, it doesn't seem like a long-term thing with Calvin. Who knows? Right, but, right. you know, hopefully that's true. Yeah, man, he'd, he'd be able to start Calvin and DT with Gordon. A.J. Green's been very disappointing. Bush has been good, really good. Oof. I'm doing the deal. I'm, d- I'm making that move. Yeah, I think I'm leaning your direction. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate it. Hey, just one more thing. If I don't yeah. end up doing that deal, which I think I am, I also have an offer of a guy that wants Gio Bernard, and he uh, is willing to give me um, – got him drawing a blank here on Denver Whiteout. Who dropped Eric the Decker, pick. Wes Walker. Yeah, Barrett Decker, Thomas. I'm sorry. No. No, I'm not doing that. Bad deal there. Yeah, keep. I mean, I think you want to keep Gio for the long term. Okay. All right. Thanks, Bill. All right, Matt. Best of luck to you. Appreciate the phone call. Pretty interesting there, Todd. I don't think either team is losing out, but I think just given his depth at running back, he he can afford to make a deal like that. Yeah, he can. Um, You know, like you said, if Calvin's going to be okay, then I think that you do the deal, and it sounds like that's the case. All right, we got two more people on the line. Let's try to bang out these callers real quick before we take a break. Dom is up next in Georgia. What's up, Dom? Hey, yes. Just curious about what's going on with Mark Ingram. Uh, now, I have him on the bench right now, and I'm kind of saving him, thinking that he's going to get better. He's not. But he's not. No. Do you, I mean, should I just go ahead and look on the waiver wire and just dump him off? Absolutely. Mark Ingram is a guy that is a perennial disappointment. Uh, even though he was a high draft pick, first rounder for the New Orleans Saints a couple years ago, he just hasn't gotten it done in the NFL. I heard whispers that he was asking for a trade a couple weeks ago, and then the team yeah, kind of squashed that. those rumors. But right now with Pierre Thomas, Darren Sproles playing well, and then Kerry Robinson coming in 
for goal line work and, and uh, garbage time uh, carries, Mark Ingram is kind of the odd man out. Uh, his toe injury or his foot injury is, has kept him out for the last two weeks. I'm, I'm dropping him and picking up guys like Andre Ellington, Brandon Bolden, uh, Jaquiz uh, Rogers probably gone, Zach Stacy, Donald Brown, all those guys I'd rather have on my team at this point than Mark Ingram. Okay. Well, that was all right. the question I had. Yeah. I appreciate it. You got it, Dom. All right. Take care, Dom. I agree with you, Bill. Mark Ingram is uh, garbage right now. And even if he comes back healthy, he's, there's a logjam of running backs in a passing for a passing team. <laughs> you know, there aren't a lot of positives with Mark Ingram. No, certainly not. Um, and like you said, pass first team. Uh, last last caller before we take a break, and then we'll we'll get to more calls and more emails in the next segment. Dan in Massachusetts uh, is looking to make a trade. What's up, Dan? How you doing, guys? Doing great. What we got? What do you got for us today? Well, uh, I'm, I need another running back. I've got Jamal Charles, uh, Geo. And MJ do and MJD, who I'm not happy with at all this year. Can't blame you. <laughs> I'm trying to get Le'Veon Bell and uh, trade one of my receivers. I've got uh, Randall Cobb, Antonio Brown, Danny Amendola, Blackman, and Gordon. I, I think it's I, I would like to trade Amendola, but are there any of those guys that you would not trade? I mean, obviously uh, Randall Cobb. Who, who were the last two? You had Gordon, and who was the last? Black, Blackman. Justin Blackman. Blackman. Uh, okay. Is it a PPR yeah. league? Non PPR. All right, so then, yeah, I have no problem trading Amendola in non-PPR. But would you rather just get rid of the guy with the, with the worst quarterback, Blackman or, or Gordon at this point? I think you can probably get the most value out of Gordon. You can probably sell really high on Blackman. Yeah, I, in fact, the guy who has Bell, I think, uh, is interested in Blackman. So I think that's, that's a likely one. I would can't do that get, in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, so would I. All right. Uh, also, real quick, I've got Gronk and Charles Clay as my tight end. Do I need to pick up somebody in case Gronk doesn't play this week because Clay's well, on the bye? Yeah, Clay's on a bye. Gronk might not play. We don't know what's going on with Rob Gronkowski. We'll probably know more on Thursday. We, we won't know anything, Bill. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's been like three weeks, four weeks of this crap. It's getting yeah. a little bad. It's getting a little crazy. Um, I wish I had better news for you, Dan, but I, I don't. Yeah, you need to go out. Who, who's available for you? I haven't even looked, honestly. Probably, probably no one too great, but I'm, I'm hoping Gronk will play. But I think I should get someone just in case. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I told Bill, I'm, I've, I've, uh, I'm done speculating <laughs> on Gronk until he actually, you know, steps on the field. Bill, I'm not going to speculate anymore on Gronk. Can't, can't do it. We've heard too can't many reports each and every week. He's going to play. He's going to play. He's doing this. He's going to hit. You know, he's going to travel with the team. Um, I know they're reporting again that he's uh, expected yeah, to play. They're already that's the latest report to today, right? Yeah. We'll see. I would have a backup in place. That's how I would handle it. Thanks All for right, your call, Bill. Dan. Best of luck this week. Yep. Thank you very much. Todd's done with Gronk. Doesn't care. No, Maybe I we'll just, see him in the playoffs. Until he Maybe plays, we'll I'm the... done talking about him. Maybe we'll see him in the playoffs. The real, the NFL playoffs. Maybe that's what they're holding him out for. I don't know. I don't know what they're – I mean, I don't know what's going on. It's very frustrating. Very frustrating. We're going to take a quick break here. More of your telephone calls and emails coming up in the next segment. Plus, we're going into our our waiver wire report and also the injury recap from week five. More fantasy football champs coming up next on Football Nation Radio. Win your fantasy league and your trophy too. It's FF Champs, FF Champs for you. News advice, rankings, and expert advice too. 
FFChamps.com, ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFChamps.com, extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance. Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won hundred grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com. Promo code CHAMPS. Good luck. You know who wasn't surprised when the likes of Tom Kaepernick, Alfred Morris, Doug Martin, and RG3 took the NFL by storm last fall? The guys at collegefootballgeek.com. That's who. Collegefootballgeek.com has been the nation's premier college fantasy football strategy and advice site since 2008. We're in the business of identifying fantasy gold at the college level. At collegefootballgeek.com, you can run mock drafts against the mighty CFG computer, customize your own fantasy cheat sheets, tap into our experts for advice, and keep up with the latest player news for all 124 schools. And the best part, it's free to subscribe. So whether you want to dominate your college fantasy football league, or if you simply want to get an edge on your NFL fantasy leagues by identifying tomorrow's fantasy stars today, check out collegefootballgeek.com. Probable? It is what it is. Questionable? I've fallen and I can't get up. Doubtful? Are any of your players on this week's injury report? It's time for Bumps and Bruises. All right, welcome back to the Fantasy Football Champs. Bill and I, Todd DeVries, hanging out with you. Todd, as we do every week, we go over the injury report, all the melee and the mayhem from week five and how it's going to affect your fantasy rosters for week six. What do you say we start off with the quarterbacks? First up, Mike Vick of the Philadelphia Eagles was looking really good this season, was the number three quarterback in standard scoring leagues heading into week five. But here we are, week five, or heading into week six with a hamstring injury and it looks like he'll be out for a couple of weeks. Bill, you know, we said he probably wouldn't make it to October without some sort of ailment. We were wrong. He made it, what, seven days into October before he went down with something. Who knows, Bill? This could be a couple of weeks. You know, um, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, Nick Foles will get to start this week more than likely, and then we'll see what happens from there. And it's kind of unfortunate that Vic was is the one with the injury here because we've been saying to – Everyone that has Mike Vick as a backup quarterback, he's playing great. He's playing great. Sell high, sell high, sell high. But none of the really top ten quarterbacks were injured. So you can't sell a quarterback to – you can't sell a guy like Mike Vick to someone that has Tom Brady or someone that has Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers or – yeah, um, yeah, Cam Newton, anyone like that. So because there was no injury, people kind of missed out on the trade window. Yeah, we told him to try because we knew this was coming. Um, and he's a running quarterback, Bill. Hamstring injury, you know. Not good. Not good. So um, we'll see what happens. Hopefully 
you know, I think they'll they're pretty confident in Nick Foles, and yep. the offense will change a little bit. But um, they, I guess, what I'm saying is, as long as Foles is is healthy, they can afford to rest Vic as long as they need. You right. Know what I mean, I don't think they right. have to rush him back in. So we'll see what happens. Uh, another hamstring injury. This one to Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback. Not so much a running QB, but nonetheless a hamstring injury for Blaine Gabbert. Will uh, forced him out of action against the Rams. We'll see if uh, Chad Henney will be under center in Week Six. Boy, we hope so. Yeah, and there's some whispers. Nothing confirmed. Whispers that this injury might be significant. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, fantasy wise, you're right. We'd rather have Henney in there. That helps Blackman. That helps Cecil Shorts. So. Uh, my guess is that this one, you know, kind of like Vic, this is going to last a couple of weeks, is my guess. Uh, not really a bump or a bruise here, but Matt Flynn of the Oakland Raiders was cut. Listen to this, Todd. This guy, in the last two years, he has one start, and he made $14.5 million. <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> Can you sign me up for that job? I'll hold the clipboard and uh, pretend more not than we to make play. per show on, on our radio shows, Bill. $14.5 mil. Not bad, not bad. Let's move over to running back, Todd. David Wilson of the New York Giants. He has a neck injury, feeling some kind of tingling in his neck, and he's going for a second opinion this week. Listen, he's not playing Thursday night as the Giants are taking on the Bears, and you know what? It doesn't really matter anyway because the Giants have the worst offensive line in the league. Uh, the team did re-sign Darrell Scott uh, because Brandon Woo! Jacobs. Yeah, I know. The Giants are just a mess. Uh, Ryan Matthews of the San Diego Chargers suffered a concussion on the late, late night game on Sunday. Uh, the team is playing on Monday night versus the Colts, so Matthews has an extra day to recover from the concussion. Rashad Jennings of the aforementioned Oakland Raiders, uh, who is playing for the injured Darren McFadden. McFadden with a hamstring injury. Rashad Jennings also injured his hamstring. The team doesn't expect it to be serious, but we are keeping an eye on uh, what happens there because we like Marcel Reese going forward. And then Alfred Morris of the Washington Redskins, he was injured two weeks ago, but we're mentioning him now because that rib contusion seems like a thing of the past. He was passing, uh, practicing in full on Monday. On to the wide receivers, Bill. Megatron, I got the little alert on my smartphone. Alert, alert, alert. (laughs) Yeah, shortly before kickoff that he wasn't going to play, and I was pretty shocked, quite frankly. We didn't really hear a lot of whispers about this last week, did we? No. I was live Sunday morning on FF Champs TV, and I got a little Skype message from from, uh, my my main man, Mike Leitz, saying Calvin Johnson's inactive. So between being live and reading his Skype message, I was like, nah, can't be (laughs) serious. Can't be serious. Please confirm. And then he sent me, like, four links of, like, people telling me that Calvin Johnson was inactive. So... Big, big surprise. Uh, heading into that game, Packers versus Lions, you're expecting a lot of points. We had originally Matthew Stafford as our number two quarterback and Calvin Johnson as our number two wide receiver. We obviously removed Calvin Johnson completely and then dropped Stafford all the way down to nine. Yeah. So that's Smart. the kind of impact that Megatron has. Mm-hmm. Stafford went from a number two quarterback to the number ninth ranked quarterback of the week. That's And he performed probably worse than that. Yeah, he did. So, that's one. A pair of Falcons, Bill, banged up. Roddy White left Monday night's game with a hamstring injury. Not good. It's different than his other injury with his ankle, right? Yeah, he's going in the opposite direction, Roddy White. Uh, He's supposed to be getting healthy at this point, but not the case at all. Actually suffered the hamstring injury, which is (laughs) a lot of hamstrings this week. (laughs) It's like the sixth one. And then what about uh, Julio Jones? He kind of, like you mentioned earlier in the show, he kind of, 
left the game a few times last night, kept coming back in, but he was limping around after the game. What's the status with him? He left the x-ray room and with a pretty bad limp. But you know what? The Falcons are on a bye this week, so it actually comes at a good time for them because they need to regroup. They need to get some of these guys healthy, and, and that's what the bye week can provide. Final hammy here with the wide receiver, Marlon Brown, Ravens. Um, he was inactive with a hamstring injury for week five. He's expected right. to resume practicing this week. We shall see. Yeah, we'll see. And, and the Ravens can certainly use him because Jacoby Jones was back in action, but he doesn't do much. On to the tight ends, Bill. Greg Olson was in a walking boot after the game. We'll see this week if he practices. And yep. Owen Daniels of the Texans. I'm here in four to six weeks with a leg injury. Someone tried to trade me Owen Daniels last week, saying that he's such a big part of their offense. I said, wait until he gets injured. And then here we are Tuesday afternoon talking about his injury. So, once again, the injury oracle is correct. Are, are we excited at all about Garrett Graham now that um, Owen Daniels is out of the way? You know, the Texans really use their tight ends a lot. So Graham's been in the end zone uh, two of the last three weeks. Yeah, I would I would pick up Garrett Graham if you need a tight end. Yeah, I mean, the, one of the previous callers was talking about, you know, if Gronk doesn't play and he has Charles Clay on by, what should he do? Right. Yeah, there are worse options out there. You know? Yeah, there certainly are. Uh, Garrett Graham's getting five, or I'm looking here, he's getting five or six targets every week, and that's with Owen Daniels in the lineup. Right. Um, and Owen they, Daniels, you got to figure, was getting six or seven. Yeah, and they're playing the Rams this week. So, you know, it's an underrated play if you're in a jam. Yeah, certainly is. So that right. kind of uh, wraps up the injury report. Now, basically, sometimes the injuries have a big-time impact on what's going on in the waiver wire, but really not the case this week, Todd. Maybe just one or two players. But this week's waiver wire report is is really more of guys that are that have been playing well and that are producing consistently, and that's why we're going to jump into into some of these guys uh, right now. The waiver that, wire? That right now is my cue for Josh to... <laughs> I knew it was. I was just filled the dead air. <laughs> yeah, but that's all right. We'll just... Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Free agents, pickups, or waiver wire claims. Man, I'm glad I called that guy. The names may be different in your league, but the players are the same. The fantasy football champs are here with the roster moves you should make this week. That's right, the waiver wire. Everyone's favorite time of the week. I call it Christmas morning on Wednesdays because you get to see some of the new additions to your lineup. And Todd, I was, I was kind of saying it a little bit uh I guess, actually, I wasn't talking to you about it, but I was talking to one of my friends about it, and this year's waiver wire really hasn't produced any gems, really hasn't given us any, like, shining moments or or big-time playmakers outside of Julius Thomas and maybe Jaquiz Rogers. I can't really think of anyone that has blown me away that that was a waiver wire pickup thus far. Yeah, there really hasn't been that guy yet, has there? I think that's going to change with this week's list. All right. Well, let's get there's into two, it. There's two or three guys, and I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll mention them when we get to them, but there's two or three guys on this list that I, I really like a lot going forward. All right. Let's start with the quarterbacks, Bill. How about Jay Cutler versus the New York Giants? I hear the Giants' defense isn't that great. I mean, you, you is can't, that what I'm hearing? You can't ask for a better matchup for Jay Cutler this week. I wouldn't play him normally, but with Alshon Jeffrey just dominating right now, and they still got Brandon Marshall and Matt Forte catching passes out of the backfield, Jay Cutler might be a top eight quarterback for this week. Mm. How about Sam Bradford? Sam Bradford, listen, he had another three touchdown game, but it was against the Jaguars. Ryan Tannehill and Matt Ryan are on a bye, so if you need somebody, 
you may want to look at Sam Bradford, but <laughs> they're playing the Texans this week, and the Texans really need to wake up in a big way. So I'm a little bit concerned about Bradford. Yeah, um, I definitely think Cutler's much preferred over, over Bradford this week if you can get him. Absolutely. Uh, third guy on the list is a guy that's probably going to be picked up in a lot of leagues, Bill, and that's Nick Foles from the Philadelphia Eagles. Now they're, you know, they're picking him up because the offense has potential, yep. right? Vic was uh, getting the job done, and Foles looked pretty good coming in cold against the Giants, considering he had you know no first team reps in what a month, month and a half. Yeah. But um, you know the the Buccaneers defense isn't terrible, Bill, this week. No, it's not. But keep in mind that if Vic is out, long term, Foles is not a bad option because he plays in the NFC East, and we know the NFC East defenses are terrible. So Foles, you know, maybe he does struggle a little bit early on, but long term he might be a really good option, especially if Vic stays on the sideline. Yeah, they're at Tampa this week, then they have Dallas at home. There you go. The week after that, and then the Giants at home. There you so, go. Some pretty good. Uh, and then the Raiders. So, you know, not not terrible. But the, I just want to put that out there, Bill, because there will be some people picking up Foles thinking he's going to just dominate right out of the gate. And I, I think right. this is the wrong matchup. I think this is going to be – this could be an ugly game in Tampa Bay. Okay. Running backs, Bill. Here's a guy I've been touting for a couple of weeks. I was ahead of the curve on Andre Ellington. Closing the gap and outperforming Rashad Mendenhall. We knew it was going to happen eventually. And it starts – it's kind of happening now. The only issue with him is his upcoming schedule. This is one of the guys that, that is on that list that I think can make some plays um, and, and actually be a contributor a lot going forward. Rashad Mendenhall, to me, is just dead weight on that Cardinals roster. They've been waiting for Ellington to really show that he can carry a decent amount of workload. Uh, right now, Ellington is closing the gap on how much carries and how many how much reps he gets compared to Mendenhall. So, yes, absolutely pick up Andre Ellington. I know the schedule's brutal. But if you're in a PPR league, he catches a lot of passes out of the backfield, and that um, that equates to fantasy football success. Yeah, I mean he has three or ten catches over the last three weeks. Yeah, there you go. You know, not for a million yards, but again, you know, uh, he's, if you're in a PPR league, he's getting you twelve to fifteen points a week. Right. Not bad. Which, uh, yeah, exactly. Not bad. Not bad. He's not going to get in the end zone a lot because the Cardinals aren't going to score a lot of touchdowns probably. No. But um, I'm with you on that one. Marcel Reese is another guy to, to consider, Bill, because of the injuries to McFadden and Rashad Jennings. Marcel Reese was a waiver wire gem last year. And when I say gem, like, he finished in the top 20 after week six in PPR formats because he catches a lot of passes out of the backfield. And Terrell Pryor, Todd, to me, he looks really good. I'm really surprised. I think you are, too. Shocking. I, th- I think with the mix of Pryor and Reese in the backfield – that the Oakland Raiders can get kind of creative. We're not fans of Mc, Darren McFadden. Rashad Jennings has been a career uh, backup throughout his entire career. Marcel Reese can play. They gave him a big-time extension this year, uh, just a couple weeks ago, actually. He, you know, he's listed as a fullback, but he plays like a halfback or like a tailback. Marcel Reese is a guy that I am picking up in my leagues. Full-point PPR, you can't go wrong with him. Last year, how many games do you know that he started last year? <sighs> I'd have to look it up. Because he um, he didn't start all the games. He started maybe maybe two thirds, mm-hmm. maybe, and he still caught fifty two balls last year for four hundred six four hundred ninety six yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he was a really lot. good. Yeah, I mean there was a stretch there. Where he had eight, seven, five, four catches a week. So not bad. Um, another guy, Bill, who's pretty good in PPR is Mr. Brandon Bolden. 
as long as uh, Ridley's out for the Patriots, and then uh, Legarrette Blount was is fumbling again. Major shock there. Right, PPR play. Uh, Brandon Bolin is a pretty good option. I like him. If Ridley, we don't know what's going on with Ridley right now with that knee injury. But even when Ridley comes back, we know Bolin's going to be the pass-catching back and very involved uh, on passing downs. How about the rookie from the Rams, Zach Stacy Bill? He was named a starter for Week 5. He had 78 yards, and he's been named a starter again for Week 6. Schedule's he, not pretty, but you know, <laughs> if, you're, if you're tight for options, this guy's the starting running back in the NFL. Ex- exactly, and, and that's why we have him on this list, because starting running backs – you know, week six on your waiver wire, very uh, far and few between, or few and far between, whatever that phrase is. Um, so Stace is a guy that, that produced and didn't give up the job. So Jeff Fisher kind of said, you know, we'll see what Stacey's capable of doing. We're going to name him the starter. And then he did more than Daryl Richardson, Isaiah Pete, and B.J. Cunningham, or Benny Cunningham, have done all season. So he's gonna he was named the starter again for week six. So we'll see what happens with Zach Stacey. But, again, it's really hard to find a starting running back on the waiver wire in week six, so, so that's why you go out and get a guy like that. All right, now the next name on this list is troubling to me because I am a Trent Richardson owner, Bill. Donald Brown makes the list. What <sighs> is going on in Indianapolis? Is it possible that Joe Banner and the Cleveland Browns outsmarted us all with Trent Richardson? I mean, I hope not because I have Trent Richardson in a couple leagues too, I don't, What's going I don't, on? It's frustrating to me because I know Trent Richardson has talent, and I know he's a really good running back, but then when I see him in action, it's like he gets two or three yards a carry, and he's not making anyone miss, and he's not breaking off big runs, and then you see Donald Brown running in for the goal line. So with Ahmad Bradshaw out, Donald Brown's certainly someone worth picking up because we know the Colts are using Donald Brown in goal line situations, and they're using him in between the 20s too. So we, I don't know if Trent Richardson is, is having some trouble picking up the playbook or what, but the Colts are using, are, are using Donald Brown. So if you need help at running back, maybe you're in a 12- or 14-team league, Brown's a guy you could be looking at. Trent Richardson on the season, including his time in, on both teams, 3.1 yards per carry. I mean, does he have an injury that we don't know about? I don't know. Here, here's another thing. If you have Trent in a PPR league, he has one catch since joining the Colts. And he had 50 last year. I know. Well, he was getting targets in, in Cleveland. Um, his first couple games, he had uh, he had two catches and five catches. So he had seven catches first two games. And then he, had, he has one catch on five targets in the last three games. One catch. Yeah, it's, it's just terrible. It really is. Yeah. Well, he's killing me in one of my leagues, and I need him to step it up because uh, – Step it up, Trent. Yeah, please step All up. Right, let's move over to the wide receivers. Terrence Williams, big game. Of course, Tony Romo threw for 500 yards, so Terrence Williams had a big game. Now, he's been on this list, our waiver wire list, since Miles Olsen went down with the hamstring injury. But now that he had the big game, I think people are really kind of catching on to what we've been preaching for the last couple weeks here. Um, he's going to be involved in that passing game. Uh, the Cowboys are playing the Redskins on Sunday Night Football. We don't know if Miles Olsen will be back again, so Terrence Williams might be one of the guys that you want to pick up. But to me, Keenan Allen of the Chargers is my top wide receiver pickup of the week, Todd. Uh, he's becoming the go-to receiver for Sam Bradford. Nine targets versus um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Or excuse me, nine targets versus the Raiders last week. Had 115 yards and a touchdown. 
upcoming schedule, Colts and the Jaguars. Pretty good there for the rookie. Mm. Yeah, the rookie from Cal. Um, I'm looking at his stats here, Bill. Six six targets two weeks ago for five catches, and then nine targets six catches last two weeks. So yeah. he's become, you know, as long as Phillip Rivers is, is tossing the rock and it, the offense looks pretty good, he's definitely – so you would take him over Terrence Williams right now? Yes, I would. How about over Alshon? No. Uh, to me, Alshon – see, we don't even have Alshon Jeffrey on this list because he's he, – he, in all the leagues I was in, he was drafted. He was drafted in, in all of my leagues as well. He was cut in one or two of them and probably picked up already. Yeah, so we didn't even list him here. But listen, I mean, Jeffrey would be my number one receiver, but he's owned in, in the majority of uh, Yahoo League, so I didn't even put him on. Okay. That makes sense. How but about Keenan, Austin Pettis? He makes hold the on, list too. Just, just oh. one quick thing about Keenan Allen, Todd. Yep. He was injured coming into the draft, didn't participate in the NFL Combine. If he was healthy, he was a third-round pick. Do you think he would have been a first-round pick? You watch uh, him a lot in college. Well, it would have depended on all of his workouts and everything, which yeah. he wasn't able to do at full strength. So he had the potential to be. Yeah. He had the potential to be. Probably wouldn't I'd, have been, but he had the potential to be. I just don't want people to look at him like, oh, he was a third-round pick and, you know, doesn't really equate. Listen, T.Y. Hilton was a third-round pick. Uh, Allen was injured heading into the, into the combine and, and all the – off-season stuff before heading into the NFL draft. So don't just look at his third-round grade and say, you know, he's a flash in the pan. He's not. No, like he's, he's not. He's, he's definitely a talent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if he if he did the workouts like, and, and, you know, did what they expected he was going to do, then he, he might have been a late first-round pick. Yeah. All right, last receiver we have on the board is Austin Pettis. Uh, two touchdowns versus the Jaguars. And right now he's playing as the Rams' best receiver. Yeah. The Rams are very hard to figure out, Bill. Extremely hard. Chris Givens is nowhere to be found. Jared Cook nowhere to be found. Instead, we have Austin Pettis and Lance Kendricks doing work. Yeah, how about Tavon Austin too? By the way, you forgot to mention him. And Tavon Austin nowhere to be found. Yeah, nice, I nice. I don't understand pick. it. Let's you know, when you, when you when you talk about them as a group, it sounds like a pretty good, you know, group of weapons. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> well, so come on, let's go. Step it, step it up, Rams. Ugh, too many step it ups. Let's move over to the tight ends. Charles Clay of the Miami Dolphins. I know he's on a bye, but he had 52 yards and a touchdown this week, back-to-back weeks with touchdowns. He might be a guy that, you know what, people are going to kind of overlook this week because he's on a, on a bye week. But if you're looking for a tight end, he, he's a really good option. I might be picking him up because Jared Cook has just been a huge disappointment. Yeah, I think he's definitely someone to look at. Um he was extremely versatile in college, Bill, playing at Tulsa. He played okay. a lot of different positions. He's a talented dude. You know, he's not your prototypical six foot six basketball player tight end. Right. Not at all. He's more of a running back. He's an H back type guy. Um, but he can catch it. He can run it. Um, he's 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 a talented guy. And right now they have no other options, so they're using him. Um, also, we have Sean McGrath of the Kansas City Chiefs with Anthony Fasano still injured. McGrath has uh, been doing pretty well with Alex Smith. Four catches, 54 yards uh, in week five. He had a touchdown against the Giants two weeks ago. And then Garrett Graham, Todd, with Owen Daniels out four to six weeks, uh, as you kind of reported a little bit earlier, Garrett Graham becomes a major, major upgrade at tight end now for the Houston Texans. Yeah. Like you said, the the Texans are just one of those teams with this coaching staff and this quarterback. They look at their tight ends a lot. And um, Owen Daniels out. Garrett Graham's performed okay. So replace one Wisconsin uh, tight end with another. 
Yeah. Both those guys are, are ex-Badgers. So, um, you know, another bi-week option, I think, um, if you need help. All right, so that kind of wraps up the waiver wire report. We do have a lot of emails to get to, a lot of phone calls, radio at footballnation.com. You can give us a call, 855-478-7030. Todd, flip a coin. Which one should we go to first? Let's take the phone call. All right, let's go to the phone lines where Jag in Connecticut has a question about Calvin Johnson. What's going on, Jag? Hey, guys. How are you? Doing great, my man. What do you got for us this week? Um. I think one of my league, I'm doing pretty bad. I just wanted to, you know, quickly review my team and then and ask for any suggestions on trading Kelvin Johnson. But let me tell you my team first. Uh, I have a Philip Rivers and Russell Wilson as my QBs. Okay. Uh, I have um, uh, my run- my running backs are Adrian Peterson, C.J. Spiller, Noshan Marino, Joy Bell, uh, Andre Ellington, and Jack Stacy. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm weak at wide receivers. I have Calvin Johnson. Uh, and then I have Campbell Tompkins, Chris Gibbons, Robert Woods. All right. Well, you're not going to trade away your best wide receiver if you're weak at that position. If anything, you're going to trade one of your five or six running backs. Zach Stacy, you mentioned, and Andre Ellington are going to be both major pickups this week. Maybe you try to trade both of those guys for someone like a, I don't know, like an Eric Decker or... Someone a little bit outside of the top 20, but you know that they can play. You know that they can um, produce uh, big-time numbers. Someone, you know, like a, a Cecil Shorts or a Justin Blackman or... Um, okay, okay, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you, you got it? Yeah, yeah, I got that one there. Got All one right. more question there. Oh, Do you okay. want me to drop Kobe Fleener and pick uh, Garrett Graham? Sorry, Who, uh, is, is Kobe Fleener starting tight end? Yeah. You don't have anyone else you can drop? Um, I think, uh, yeah. I, I don't know whether I want to keep two tight ends, you know what I mean? That's what I was wondering. I think I can find uh, in the team in there. So you want me to keep Kobe Fleener? You have, for the rest of the year, is, is, do you think? What do you think, Bill? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, Garrett Graham, I don't know. The Texans quarterback situation kind of scares me. Um... I would keep Fleener. Okay. Bill, do we have some breaking news? Um, thanks for the Jack, call, Jack. Thank you, guys. We, we always love it when you call in. I know you got like 17 leagues going on. Bill, we might have some breaking news. It, it's unconfirmed. Do you want to go with this? What do you want to No, I, I, I want to cry right now. I want to throw my headset out the window right now. Uh, Jay Glazer of Fox Sports is reporting that Julio Jones of the Atlanta Falcons is out for the year with a knee injury. I don't know what happened last night. He had that huge one-handed catch. Can this be true? Oh, with a foot injury. I'm sorry, with a foot injury. I mean, <laughs> Is this, hold on. We got to find out what's going on here. That oh, that's a killer. Where are we seeing this? Here's where here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna yes. go. I'm gonna go check with some of my sources. And we'll get back to you with uh, some more Julio Jones injury news. Uh, More fantasy football champs coming up right after this. FootballNation.com is all football all the time. It's a one-stop shop for diehard football fans to get their football fix. NFL, college football, fantasy football, news, analysis, videos, articles, and podcasts. You'll find it all on FootballNation.com. 
It's a great place to interact with thousands of hardcore, passionate NFL, college, and fantasy football fans. Want to get in the game? The Football Nation community gives hardcore fans the power to share their opinions, views, passion, photos, gripes, stats, or analysis. FN has the biggest network of user contributors dedicated solely to covering football. Join our team today and instantly launch your own team, player, or fantasy football column or blog. Build your own personal brand and following with your Football Nation portfolio of content. If you love football, you belong on footballnation.com. Simply sign up for free at footballnation.com and become a citizen of Football Nation today. ColdHardFootballFacts.com Insider will change the way you look at the game of pro football with our groundbreaking quality stats. These are stats that have direct correlation to winning football games. The proof is in our performance at Cold Hard Football Facts Insider. We analyze every team and pick every game every week straight up and against the spread. Cold Hard Football Facts Insiders have gone 500 or better against the spread in an incredible 72% of weeks since the start of the 2009 season. Visit coldhardfootballfacts.com, click CHFF Insider, and uncover the statistical secrets that separate winners from losers in NFL games. The proof is in our performance. Become a Cold Hard Football Facts Insider today at coldhardfootballfacts.com. Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won 100 grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com. Promo code CHAMPS. Good luck. Win your fantasy league and your trophy too. It's FF Champs, FF Champs for you. News advice, rankings, and expert advice too. FF Champs is for you. FFChamps.com, ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFChamps.com, extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance. Player rankings, injury updates, and waiver wire advice. The Fantasy Football Champs cover it all. All right, welcome back to the Fantasy Football Champs. Bill Enright, Todd DeVries hanging out for about another 40 minutes here on our uh, Tuesday show. Todd, before we learn for a break, we had a little bit of a breaking news. Fox Sports reporter Jay Glazer is saying that the Falcons believe, or the Falcons fear, that wide receiver Julio Jones is out for the year with a foot injury. Now, Julio Jones is going to get a second opinion. Again, we kind of said earlier in the show that Jones was seen limping outside of the x-ray room after last night's game. He did kind of leave the game, come back into the game, leave the game, come back into the game uh, quite often last night. I'm not sure when the injury occurred, but I didn't see him go down so hard that he couldn't run anymore. Or I didn't see him 
you know, look like a break break his ankle or, or uh, you know, pull some kind of ligament or tear some ligament in his foot that he couldn't run routes anymore. He was on the Falcons' last drive, came up huge with a one-handed touchdown or a one-handed grab late uh, late in the late in the game. He was on their uh, on the on the field during their goal line play when they scored the touchdown to go to go ahead. Right now, Julio Jones has 41 catches, 580 yards. Two touchdowns. He's leading the NFL in receiving uh, receptions with 41, and he's leading the NFL with yards in 580. So if Jones is indeed out for the year, this does <laughs> this has a major, major impact for the Atlanta Falcons, who are right now without Roddy White. Matt Ryan's fantasy stock drops through the floor, and... If you have Julio Jones right now, you're really, really depressed because he's probably your best player on your team. Yeah, um, let's break it down a couple different ways. If the, you know, if this is true, you know, it's early, right? This is well, uh, you know potential what, Gla- bad news. Let, let let's just go with the fact that it's true because Jay Glazer doesn't really report. Kind of usually his reports are pretty dead on. So right, but the report the... is the report. I'm reading his tweets right now. The report yeah. is that the, they fear he's out for the year. They just right. fear, you know, he's getting a second opinion to determine. Uh, the second tweet was from Jay Glazer. Initial determination by Falcons is that Julio's season is over. They are hopeful. Second opinion says otherwise, but not optimistic. All right. So yeah, we'll go with that. He's probably out. Let's let's do it that way. So let's do this. Matt Ryan's stock way down. Way down. Okay. Like killer. Gonzo. Down. Uh, Gonzo. Up. Yeah, I, I think he'd go up. He's going to get a lot of targets. Yep. Who steps up with him and Julio out, Roddy injured again. Who who do we like to step in? And I mean, is there anyone that you, you have your eye on? Harry, Harry Douglas? I mean, who do we got? Yeah, Harry Douglas, I suppose. <laughs> That's really it. Um, Man. That's that's a tough break because again Julio leading the league in receptions, leading the league in yards, and for him to go down now with a uh, foot injury for the year, Harry Douglas is next up on the on the depth chart, and then they also have uh, Drew Davis, who was an undrafted uh, player out of uh, Oregon. All right, so we just went through the waiver wire report, right? Yeah, and we listed guys like because I'm in this boat. I don't know about you, but I have Julio in a couple leagues. I have Matt Ryan and Julio in my main league, Oof. so that league's done. <laughs> I just came to terms. I'm not even going to, you know, I lost Shane Vereen in week one, and that league's just done now. All right. So. I mean, my, my options and the options for a lot of people are, you know, Terrence Williams. Right, not bad. Keen, Keenan Allen. Okay. Austin Pettis. Um, Harry, Harry Douglas now. Yeah. You know, Robert Woods. Um, guys like that. I mean, so who who's the guy that you like the most? Is it Keenan Allen? I, I like Keenan Allen the most. Yeah, I think he's on the best offense. Uh, I think he's going to be the most consistent. Terrence Williams to me has value as long as Miles Austin is out. But at the same time, Des Bryant just eats up targets. So does Jason Witten. So you know, Terrence Williams might be the third or fourth guy in, in terms of targets when Miles Austin comes back. Keenan Allen to me is one or two for the Chargers uh, behind Antonio Gates. 
Last two weeks for Terrence Williams, all right, at the San Diego game, he had eight targets, caught seven of them, 71 yards, and he had the fumble going into the end zone. Right. Last week, Denver, only four targets. He caught all four for 151 and a touchdown. Right. Okay. If, if you're in a PPR league, Keenan Allen's the guy to get. If you're in a heavy bonus, maybe you have a touchdown uh, uh, distance scoring, then, then Terrence Williams is your guy. Let's put okay. it that way. Different, different, different guys for different formats. Oh, boy. I'm, i got to scramble now. Suddenly I have to hit the waiver wire hard tonight. Yeah, I wasn't planning on doing that. I mean, you had to prepare for Julio Jones anyway because he was on a bye this week. Yeah, but not to drop him off your but, roster. <laughs> exactly. Not to, <laughs> you know? not to find your number one, your new number one wide receiver and, and possibly, um, yeah. Ugh. I'm trying to look here. Who do, I mean, geez. Well, uh, Todd, you know, here's the thing. Here's the nice thing, uh, and our producer Josh comes up with a, a brilliant promotion here for DraftKings. You know, my season is over in that league. I had Matt Ryan. I had Julio Jones. Shane Vereen was injured early on. Uh, Trent Richardson is struggling really, really. Uh, just he's playing very poorly. My season, I, I'm done. I'm done in that league. I, I know it already. Um, even though I'm, I'm still three and two at this point, my season is over in that league. So now is a good time when I start playing at DraftKings a lot more. Um, that's the great thing about a weekly fantasy, daily fantasy, is that once your season is kind of done in your league, you can still have a lot of fun, you can still stay competitive, and you can win some money uh, playing over at DraftKings.com. So that, that's a quick little plug for uh, our, our main sponsor over at DraftKings.com. Well, that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. Um, you know, this, this, every, every week is a new season. Yep. Um, man, it, it figures too. The one league that I uh, really need Julio, I'm thin at wide receiver. Figures. Yeah, I know. I have Josh Gordon, Hakeem Nix, Julio, Greg Jennings. Oy. Time to hit the waiver wire, my friend. <laughs> Time to hit the waiver wire. Uh, all right, where do we go from here? We have a lot of emails to hit up, Bill. Do you want to go to the emails? Yeah, why don't you why don't you lead us off with some of the emails, Todd? All right, let's start with Eric in New Hampshire. Eric, yeah, exactly. I had to right. page down. I have so many emails to get through here. It's crazy. All right, hey guys, not sure who I should play this week. Maybe you can help me out. Twelve team non PPR. Okay. Okay. His running backs. He's got Beast Mode, D'Angelo Williams, Bilal Powell, and Chris Johnson. Can start two, and, and he can put one in a flex if he needs to. Wide receivers. V. Jacks, Vincent Jackson, Larry Fitz, Denarius Moore, T.Y. Hilton, Hankerson, and Teddy Ginn. So, which two receivers do you play? Which two running backs do you play? And who do you put in the flex? Um, I'm playing Marshawn Lynch, and I'm playing Chris Johnson. Mm-hmm. I'm playing Larry Fitz and T.Y. Hilton. Okay. I'm putting Vincent Jackson in the flex. Against the Eagles. Yes. Okay. Blau Powell on the bench. Um, only because they're playing the Eagles, I think I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Got to play that matchup. Yeah. Um, a few co- a few questions on his running backs. Goodson. He's a big fan of Mike Goodson, apparently. He looked great last night, according to Eric from New Hampshire. But he's a bit worried about Powell's use the rest of the season. Should he be worried about that timeshare there for the New York Jets? Goodson eating uh. into Powell. Yeah, I don't know. Mike Goodson to me, Powell's the one that's that's producing. I'm not worried about Mike Goodson. 
Same thing in Carolina. He wants your take on Carolina. He has D'Angelo. He's worried about John Stewart coming back into the mix. Should he dump D'Angelo and try to, you know, get another running back or wide receiver? I mean, if he can trade D'Angelo, then yeah, go for it. But I'm not just dropping him. Who in the world wants to trade for D'Angelo Williams? Nobody. But that's yeah. the problem when you draft a guy like that who, you know, doesn't get it done and is just a perennial letdown. All right, next email. Jagan. 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 I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Uh, in one of my leagues, I'm doing pretty bad. He's one in four. He needs, a, he needs some help. Here's his team. Uh, he's got Andrew Luck. His receivers are T.Y. and Decker. And he's got Percy Harvin stashed away. He's got per- uh, Pierre Garçon. He's got Spiller and Le'Veon Bell. Zach Stacy, yeah. Steven Jackson at running yeah. back. What's your you know, grade of this team? My grade right now? Uh, B. I give it a solid B. I like the receivers. I like luck at quarterback. C.J. Spiller has to step it up. Le'Veon Bell looked good last or two weeks ago before their bye, so that's good news that he's coming back. Kobe Fleener, the tight end, uh, needs to step it up as well. And then, you know, once Steven Jackson gets healthy, you got another running back to plug in into your flex. So I, I give it a solid B. Okay. Any suggestions? Anybody he should dump? No. I got it's pretty I don't thin. Know. I don't know. I don't know who's on the waiver wire. I can't make suggestions unless I know who's out there. Right, and it's a pretty um, small roster, so there's not a lot of, you know, dead weight either. All right, your your buddy Padre Paul sent us an email, Bill. Padre Paul didn't send us an email. He sent us a, a, a novel. He did. Do you, you <laughs> want to dive into it? Uh, Padre Paul wants to know – I'm just skimming his question. Like, literally, this is such a long email – um, you know, those pot, those those fathers, they know how to uh preach. So that's what mm-hmm. he's doing here in this email. Uh pick up McGahey on waivers. Yes, I'm picking up Willis McGahey. Uh my finally my lineup includes Jimmy Graham. Julius Thomas has never started for my team because of that. He will be on the Saints by any suggestions on possible options for a trade and what to do and to what his value would be for another team. Oh my God! My this is, is good radio, Bill. Romo, it's terrible. Listening to you mutter these these emails out. I, I, I yeah, Padre Paul. I'm gonna. I'm just. Here's gonna, the deal. For his I'm first gonna, question, Bill, is this. No, Cecil no, 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 Short, stop, 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 stop. I'm what? Just gonna, I'm gonna answer Padre Paul personally. I'm gonna skip over the question on on the show, and I'm just gonna answer him personally. It's too much right. to get through here. All right. There's five paragraphs. <laughs> I mean, th- he says thanks for the help and getting me to o- five and zero. Oh. So your site has come in handy in my other leagues, too, and for some daily games over at uh, DraftKings. So that's excellent news. Padre Paul, expect a response personally because I, I, can't, I can't get to all this here. All right. John, this, this is um, Chelly86 on FF Champs, Bill. You familiar? Oh boy. Yes, very familiar. Which San Diego wide receiver would be the better pickup for a PPR league, Vincent Brown or Keenan Allen? Keenan Allen, no question about it. Guys eating up the targets in a PPR league full point. I'm all over Keenan Allen. All right. Andrew C. from Cali. He has, they have, he has two quick questions for week six. Full point PPR, six points passing touchdowns. Pick two wide receivers. Ready? Brandon Marshall, Hakeem Nix, Kembrell Tompkins, Miles Austin, Michael Floyd, Kendall Wright. My answer may surprise you, Todd, but I'm definitely going with Brandon Marshall, and then I think I'm going with Kendall Wright. I'm going to bench Hakeem Nix this week against the Bears. The Giants are just really scaring me at this point. 
Kendall Wright gets a lot of targets, and in the PPR format, he, you know, he's he's pretty good. And Andrew C says he actually rolled the dice with with Hakeem last week, and it paid off. So, you know, if you got something out of Hakeem, be very thankful that you did, and, and bench him. Yeah, time to move on from Hakeem Nix. <laughs> Pick one quarterback: Philip Rivers, Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson. Rivers. Rivers over Luck. Oh, they're playing against each other on Monday night in San Diego. Yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm just I'm curious. You, you have Rivers uh, higher than Luck this week. I, I mean, I didn't do my rankings yet. It's only Tuesday afternoon. I can't even breathe right now. Um, for, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not benching Rivers. He's just he's playing as a top five quarterback. All right. Rivers is the play. Um, next email. This is an interesting name. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Good luck with that. Thunder. His name's Thunder. Thunder. We'll just call him yeah. Thunder. That's what All his right. name is. <laughs> he's desperate. He's a first-year subscriber. He's 1-4 in this league and Can't last be. place in his division. Don't believe it. <laughs> Duck Martin hasn't been getting him any points. Didn't help that he was on by last week. He got Duck. offered Wes Welker for Doug Martin, full point PPR. No, Do it. Not, no. Nope. Totally agree. Uh, you got to keep Doug Martin. you got to hope. you got to hope, got- Thunder. That he, he, comes has re- he has Reggie Bush, Giovanni Bernard, and Ben Tate as his only running backs if he trades away Martin. Uh, Demarius Thomas, Reggie Wayne, Cecil Shorts, Emmanuel Sanders. His receivers are good. Uh, and then he, he'd be getting Wes Welker, and he already has Demarius Thomas. Uh, no way am I making that deal. Just can't do it, Captain. Yeah, I agree. You can't do it. No. You got to just you gotta hope with, with uh, the muscle hamster. Got to hope he comes around. Uh, okay, this is a this is a good email. From uh, Perry04. Uh-huh. You like the way what he starts is... this email out? Perry's hey, my guy. Listen, I'm just going to preface this with Perry's my guy. He can talk as much trash to me as he wants. He, he's, <laughs> good, he's, a good, he's a good dude. I like him. All right. First off, thanks, Bill, for the five bucks. Uh-huh. Giants 0-5. Jets 3-2. and It's just crazy. You finished 30, 43rd out of 46. It's like oh. bizarro Jerry World. Yeah, Perry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's really uh, shoving that knife in and twisting. But so he's a I Jets just, fan, Perry. I, just, I guess. Yeah, I didn't know he was a Jets fan, but mm. such is life. Jets three and two, Giants zero and five. That's craziness. All right. Julio Jones is out for the year. Yeah. Yeah. I not, hate not a... I hate being out in the league that I'm the commissioner of, and that's what just happened with Julio Jones. Well, what's your what's your record in this league? Three and two. So you're you're already giving up. I'm done. You're just giving up on three at three and two. Matt Ryan's out. I mean, Julio Jones is out. Matt Ryan is going to take a big dive now. You know, I was getting 75 points, 70 points, 60 points from Julio and Matt Ryan, and now I'm probably going to get 20 or 25. So that's a big hit. Big, big hit. My next best wide receiver is Ruben Randall. That's not good. Uh, yeah, it's not. Whatever. I'm, I'm over it. Luckily, I'm, Perry. In, luckily I'm in nine more leagues, so I, I'm all right. There you go. All right, Perry had a uh, – he finalized a trade yesterday, Bill. He got Drew Brees, C.J. Spiller, and Devon Austin, and he gave up Russell Wilson, Randall Cobb, and Mr. Ridley. Um, I love the fact that he got Drew Brees. I mean, that is a big-time difference maker. Devon Austin, you lose out by giving up Randall Cobb, and you, you take on Devon Austin, and you, you do upgrade with C.J. Spiller over Stephen Ridley. So that's a good move. Uh, hopefully his receivers are okay, though. Well, his receivers are Amendola, Gordon, Tavon Austin, and Terrence Williams. See, I don't know why he did this trade. He has RG3 at quarterback. 
Is it a two quarterback league? No, it's not. So no, it's full point PPR. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. If he had Drew Brees, if he had his RG three, I don't know why he felt the need that he needed Drew Brees. And he's given up Randall Cobb, who in my mind in, in the PPR is a top eight eight wide receiver. Um, the upgrade for CJ Spiller and Stephen Ridley is nice, though. All right. Well, now the deal's already done, so it's, yeah, it's done. It's done. Now he yeah, says, yeah. "Should I trade RG three for some wide receiver help?" He has two owners that need QB help. The Vic owner needs help. Oh my god! Yeah, he has Larry Fitz. He could yeah, probably okay. straight. He could probably do RG three for Larry Fitz. Mm-hmm. The, Ka- uh, the Colin Kaepernick owner needs help. He has Reggie Wayne, Roddy White, Denarius Moore. They could probably get. Um, if you're going after the guy that has Fitz, you, you want another player. You don't just want Fitz straight up. Um, but I like going after Reggie Wayne, actually, because it's a full-point PPR, and we believe in Andrew Luck more than we believe in Carson Palmer. Yeah, I right. agree with you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, now that you've done the deal, I would dish RG3. You know? Yeah. yeah. You got Breeze. You got a rot. I mean, he's, he's your dude now, and, yeah, so I would I would try to upgrade. I'm with you. If you get Reggie Wayne for, for RG3, I would do that. Yeah, I would go for that. All right. Matt. Says he's four and one, Bill. Nice, good for you. Second place, thanks to all of our help and advice. Uh, half point PPR league waiver wire question. All right, he's looking to pick up Terrence Williams. What is he saying here? He's looking to pick up Terrence Williams and Zach Stacy. Does he drop MJD for Terrence Williams, or does he drop Stephen Ridley, or f- who's Davis? Fred Davis? Oh. Niall Davis, who's Jamal Charles' handcuff, uh, for Zach Stacy. I'm not dropping MJD. I'm not dropping Ridley either. He has two tight ends. I would rather see him drop uh, Olson. Greg Olson for Terrence Williams. Yeah, his, his receivers, uh, does he need more help at running back or receiver? Demarius Thomas, Vincent Jackson, Josh Gordon, Cecil Shorts. Jamal Charles, Noshan Moreno, Stephen Ridley, MJD, Lamar Miller, Niles Davis. Um, who would you go for here, Todd? Zach Stacy or Terrence Williams? We both agree that he's dropping Craig Olson. I would go with Terrence a, Williams. You go, you're going to pick up Terrence Williams? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, the 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 Rams running back thing is just a rotating yeah you're pile right. of dog do. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's like Isaiah Pede one week, it's Richardson the next. Now it's Zach Stacy, and it's not like any of them are in some incredible offense that are going to you know going to score eight or nine rushing touchdowns. Yeah. It's just not happening. So I think Terrence Williams is more boom bust, but I like the boom factor. Um, as long as Miles Austin's hurt, which could be for a while. You never know with him. Miles right. Austin's never healthy. No. So that's what I'm doing. Plus the NFC East, the schedule, I like it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm with you there. That's what I'm doing. What do we got next? Um, Toasty Ryan. Dosty. Yeah, that's right. Toasty <laughs> Dosty. He, he's definitely an FF Champs member because he – Sends his screenshots of, of his, his roster every week. Yeah, nice. Should he drop Robert Woods for the Jets' defense this week, Bill? Uh, the Jets are playing who? Jets are playing the Steelers this week. That's not a bad idea. His wide receivers are Randall Cobb, Danny Amendola, Greg Jennings, Justin Blackman. He only starts two wide receivers. And right now he has the Baltimore Ravens defense, and the Ravens are playing... Um, Hmm, who are the Ravens playing? We know who the Ravens are playing, the Packers. Yeah, I would pick up the Jets' defense going up against uh, the Steelers. I would, too. 
I would too. Hey, w- real quick, well, I'm, I'm, we haven't really talked about this guy at all this year. Greg Jennings for the Vikings. What are yeah. your thoughts on Greg Jennings? Would you drop Robert Woods or Greg Jennings? Uh, I would probably drop Greg Greg Jennings. I didn't know that was an option. Well, he's, he's on his roster. I'm oh, is he? About, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's talking about dropping Robert Woods, but I'm seeing that he has Greg Jennings on his roster. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on Greg Jennings moving forward? He had the one huge week last I'm, night. I'm not a fan of Greg Jennings at all. You don't think that uh, Josh Freeman can get him the ball? <laughs> New QB? No. New QB in town? Not, no. not, not at all. Okay. No. I agree with you. Um, he has another question. Oh, he's a, he has a DraftKings question. So we save that for Thursday? Uh, yeah, save that one for Thursday. All right. So Toasty Dosty has a DraftKings question. If you're out there, listen up on Thursday. We'll uh, remind us, and we'll go and we'll uh, critique your DraftKings lineup on Thursday. That's when we do our big segment. Um, Dave, Bill, our good buddy Dave, who is a excellent Football Nation contributor, by the way, Looks to he's looking to do a trade. He thought about giving up Hakeem Nix and MJD. All right, so he's dumping. He's hoping to trade Nix and MJD for Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. I'm looking to trade Hakeem Nix and MJD for Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Now I know Dave is a Steelers fan here. I like Le'Veon Bell and I like Antonio Brown, but do you really want two players from the Steelers given all their struggles lately on offense? Here's the deal. I hear what you're saying there. Um. It's non-PPR. Mm-hmm. I would take Brown over Knicks. Yes. If you, if you break it down individually, I would I, take both right. players over. Of course. Yes. So I would do the deal. Plus, he gets a little he gets a little Steeler love on his roster, which he loves. No. Yeah, I would do the deal. I mean, you're making upgrades. You're making your team better by doing this trade, because Knicks and MJD are just bums. <laughs> That's terrible. Man, you're, it, Bill's in a salty mood right now. No, I'm I'm not. I'm, this Julio actually... Jones news just hit you, smacked you right in the face. No, it did, but I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not in a salty mood. I'm, yes, I'm really you are. not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. And if I, I'm, Bill, we I'm... just got an email. We just got an email from Luke Catch Twenty Two, and the subject says in all caps, Ah, Julio. Uh... And then he says, I not... can't believe it. I'm, I'm wiping away the tears as I type this. This is the kind of emails we're getting, Bill. Listen, I'm not in a bad mood because of that. I'm in a bad mood because some guy on Facebook is trying to tell me that the radio show is not working and the site is a mess and there's no links f- for people to listen on, on radio. And, you know, some po- sometimes some of our <laughs> members, you know, just drive me a little bit crazy because I know the site's working. We're getting emails. We're getting phone calls. But, you know, some guy that is running Windows 95 – with an AOL 56K modem and an AOL free trial, can't get the radio show to listen. So that's why I'm a little bit uh, salty right now. Nothing, nothing to do with Julio Jones' no, season injury. Nope. nope. Crushing your, your defeats. No, I'm all right. I'm good. I just – I uh. – <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how this guy's trying to tell me that the radio show's not working when we're getting emails and people are responding to us on Twitter and they're calling us right now, but this guy can't find a link on ffchamps.com. There's three links on the homepage. Click on any one of them and then press play. Like, I want to just tell this guy, do you want to make sure that your volume's up? There you go. <laughs> <sighs> What's it, Who we got next? Poor Bill. 
Let's take a quick uh, telephone call. We got Tim, a.k.a. T-Web. What's up, T-Web? How's it going? Hey, how you guys doing this week? We're doing great, my man. What are you, what are you up to? Well, one, sorry you came in 34th place. I beat you. Wait, I don't understand. Is it 34th place? Is it 42nd place? We have 32nd place. Either way. I we have a you. lot of different reports coming in. So, T-Web, what place did you finish? I came in 22nd. All right, not bad. Solid finish. My first He's... time uh, doing it, too, so that was pretty cool. You, you had fun doing it? It's a lot. It's a really cool, right? Yeah, man, it was fun. Well, listen, we're going to have the same contest this week. And, again, if you beat my score, you get an extra $5. Right on. I got a question going into this week. All right. Um, I got Fred Jackson and C.J. Spiller. Would you start Fred Jackson over Spiller? And then uh, I also have – I can only play two receivers then. I'd have to choose two between Josh Gordon, Deshaun Jackson, Dwayne Bowe, and Julian Edelman. Josh Gordon, Dwayne Bowe, Julian Edelman, and Deshaun Jackson. Josh Gordon, Dwayne Bowe, Julian Edelman. I'm benching Edelman. Yes. Benching Josh, Edelman. Josh Gordon, Deshaun Jackson, Dwayne, and I'm benching Bowe. And then your running back spot, I'm going with Spiller. Yeah, my, my, my running backs already are uh, Trent Richardson and uh, Darren Sproles. Oh, you're not using Spiller. No, I, well, if I if I play Fred over Spiller, I'm not use. Yeah, I would go with Spiller over Fred Jackson. Really? Yeah, I just think that big play is there. I know I know Fred Jackson's been getting it done a little bit more than Spiller, but that big play kind of showed me that that he's a little bit beyond that injury. Right on. And, One and more. Start making plays. I need yeah. to pick up a tight end this week, and I was thinking about getting Garrett Graham on waivers. Absolutely. Um, I need to drop someone for my team. The only thing I got to drop would be Chris Given. Yeah, drop him. I'm dropping. I'm actually dropping Chris Given. I'm doing the same move you are. I'm dropping Chris Givens to get Garrett Graham. Right on. All right, T Web. Thanks for the phone call, Todd. Hey. I believe I believe we have to take a quick break here. More of your telephone calls and emails coming up next. A lot of emails to catch up on. I'm going to take a breath and uh, re- recharge my batteries during the break, and we'll come back for the final <laughs> segment of the show. Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won 100 grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com. Promo code CHAMPS. Good luck. FootballNation.com is all football all the time. It's a one-stop shop for diehard football fans to get their football fix. NFL, college football, fantasy football, news, analysis, videos, articles, and podcasts. You'll find it all on FootballNation.com. It's a great place to interact with thousands of hardcore, passionate NFL, college, and fantasy football fans. Want to get in the game? The Football Nation community gives hardcore fans the power to share their opinions, views, passions, photos, gripes, stats, or analysis. FN has the biggest network of user contributors 
dedicated solely to covering football. Join our team today and instantly launch your own team, player, or fantasy football column or blog. Build your own personal brand and following with your Football Nation portfolio of content. If you love football, you belong on FootballNation.com. Simply sign up for free at FootballNation.com and become a citizen of Football Nation today. ColdHardFootballFacts.com Insider will change the way you look at the game of pro football with our groundbreaking quality stats. These are stats that have direct correlation to winning football games. The proof is in our performance at Cold Hard Football Facts Insider. We analyze every team and pick every game every week straight up and against the spread. Cold Hard Football Facts Insiders have gone 500 or better against the spread in an incredible 72% of weeks since the start of the 2009 season. Visit ColdHardFootballFacts.com. Click CHFF Insider and uncover the statistical secrets that separate winners from losers in NFL games. The proof is in our performance. Become a Cold Hard Football Facts Insider today at ColdHardFootballFacts.com. Todd DeVries and Bill Enright are the fantasy football champs. All right, welcome back to the fantasy football champs. Bill Enright, Todd DeVries getting over trying to recover from the Julio Jones news that he is likely out for the season as reported by Fox Sports' Jay Glazer. A lot of questions are going to be pouring in this week. What do we do with Julio? What do we do? How do we make up for it? Todd, you know, right now it starts off with the waiver wire. You have to pick up a wide receiver on the waiver wire. That is your number one priority. If you lost Julio Jones, if he's on your roster, you have to find someone on the waiver wire this week. Forget about going after Zach Stacy. Forget about going after Garrett Graham, the tight end. You have to get a wide receiver, uh, wide receiver, number one priority, without a doubt. I'm screwed because uh, I have the best record in the league. I'm going to have the last pick on the oh. waiver tonight. And, you know, I'm not going to get the guys that I want. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. It's funny, too, because in, in the other big league I'm in, you know, um, I have too many wide receivers. Like every week, I bench. I have to bench a good, a really good player. Right. And in this league, I'm kind of thin, and now I got to deal with this. So not good. Not happy. Uh, just another reason. Play at DraftKings.com. I will. I'm going to be over. in there. Yeah. I'm going to be in there. And um, did you play last week? You didn't play. I didn't see you know any what my fantasy story? phenom. <laughs> whatever fantasy phantom, whatever you said your name. I kept looking. I kept looking. I didn't see your name in there. Here's the deal. What do you, do you got? want me to tell you the story? Yeah, I can't wait. Tried to do it on my iPhone, <laughs> and I got all the way to the end. Like I put everything in. Yeah. And the payment, I couldn't get the payment thing to work on the iPhone. Oh my god. Couldn't get it to work. Step it up, iPhone. So, well, <laughs> step it up, me, because I shouldn't be trying to do it at twelve forty-seven Eastern time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm in a parking lot, you know. I'm running errands, trying to get home. It's crazy, craziness. I remembered I had to. I wanted to get on there. I wanted to be Bill. Yeah. Um, the good news is is that uh, I had Eli Manning in there, mm. so I probably would not have uh, played well. No. Done uh, come in first place, but I had. Well, even better news is we're running the same contest this week. Yes. Some uh, the first place was Bandwagon. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Call in bandwagon. Yeah, bandwagon. Glo- call in. Uh, 
And fourth place was actually my brother-in-law. Oh, that's always good. That'll yeah. be good at the Thanksgiving table. Yeah. Talk about and, that. And uh, fifth place was Shelly86, who's one of our one of our listeners and uh, members at FFChamps.com. Oh, he, he emailed earlier. Yeah, he emailed earlier. I think T-Web, I T-Web, T-Web, I see him here, 22nd. Uh, Perio4, 25th. Just looking through. Colts Rock, he's another one of our FF Champs guys. He's uh, 31. Bodog, 34. And then there I am. I am BE3, 43rd. 43rd. Yeah. Lucky 43. Troy Palomalu. (sighs) Yeah. All right, let's bang out some emails, Bill. What do you think? All right, go ahead. Yep. I like this one. This is from NJ Bears, Mm. also known as Lou. Hey, guys, I'm sneaking an email on my lunch right now as my students are on their lunch break. I love Lou. He's so funny, man. I like him Can you picture it? Can you picture him? Like, the kids went to lunch. He opens up his laptop. He's No, he's got his iPhone out. He's sneaking an email on his iPhone. Oh, is that what he does? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Here's a quarterback question. Let's help him out. He has Matt Ryan on a bye. Who do you like as the fill-in? Sam Bradford, Geno Smith, Terrell Pryor, Flacco, or Nick Foles? Four-point touchdown league. I'm leaning toward Pryor. The Raiders are playing the Chiefs. That's a little bit of a tough matchup. Uh, Foles against the Bucks. That that scares me a little bit. Geno Smith. Uh, who are the Jets playing again? The Jets are playing the um, Steelers. Steelers. Yeah. St. Louis, Houston, and Baltimore. Why can't I find Baltimore? They play the Packers. Ravens. I'm going with Flacco. I guess. I'm going Flacco. Yeah. Go with Flacco. Flacco for Flacco. Ugh. Right? I used to be. Not anymore. All right. Next next email up. This is a PPR Dynasty League, Bill. All right. I like from that. From Blake. Question from Blake. All right, Blake. Who do you like from this tight end crop? Garrett Graham, Scott Chandler, Brent Selleck, Jordan Reed, Delaney Walker. Garrett Graham, without a question. Yep. Pick him up. He's the yep. guy. Who would be number two? Um. Blake has a gut feeling that Scott Jordan Reed Chandler. could have a breakout. Uh, Jordan Reed, yeah, but Fred Davis is still there. Scott Chandler, to me, is next up. Okay. There you go. Uh, another one from Catch-22, Bill. Yeah. 12-team, 12, 12 half-point PPR. Dwayne Bowe's mm-hmm. driving him crazy. He can pick up Terrence Williams, Donnie Avery, Robert Woods, Kendall Wright, Curly, Ruben Randall, Eddie Royal. Who would you pick up? I'm not I'm not picking up any of those guys for Dwayne Bowe. I'm not cutting Dwayne Bowe to pick up Terrence I don't know Williams. if that's his question, but I, I hear you. I agree with you. All right, but if it is, I'm not doing it. If that's who – if he has someone else to drop, then I'm picking up Terrence Williams out of all those guys. Would you – Would you? if if he has to drop someone, would you drop Kembrell Tompkins for any of those guys? Um, Because no. I wouldn't drop – I'm with you. I wouldn't drop Bowe. I wouldn't drop Cobb. I wouldn't drop Cecil Shorts. No, he, I, I wouldn't drop Tompkins. He has Percy Harvin. Would you drop him? He's been holding on to him for six weeks. <sighs> No, because I think I think Lou's is poised for a playoff run, so I'm going to keep Percy. Okay. Last question he has. Uh, defense this week, who do you like? Jets versus the Steelers, hmm. which is going to be my answer. Uh, Lions. <laughs> like... Wait, wait, wait. Fine. I'm, I'm with you. Oh, it might not be, though. Hold on. Lions in Cleveland. No. Against Whedon? No? Okay. Jets. Jets are legit. Again. Yeah, I agree. Jets are legit. Crazy, Colts, but... no. Minnesota, no. Pittsburgh, no. Yeah, I'm going for the Jets. Yeah, yeah, me too. Big Ben, no offensive line. Yep, that's what I'm doing. Yep. All right. Uh, Mad Dog has an email here, Bill. It might take 14 minutes to read it. 
I'll respond Actually, to Matt. Actually, two emails. I'll, I'll respond to Matt personally. Matt Dog, you're going to get a personal reply from uh, Billy E. Because uh, this is going to take a long time to yeah. answer. Friar, Friar Paul, pa- Padre Paul, and uh, Mad Dog. Just a little bit shorter. Who said, Someone sent a good email before. It was like so quick and easy. Um, I don't know who it was, but it was just... Oh, it was Andrew from Cali. Pick two wide receivers, and then he lists his wide receivers. Pick one quarterback, and then he lists his quarterbacks. That's easy. That's what we can get. We can pump out real quick. I think these people pur- purposely give these long emails because they know I respond personally. It should be like Twitter, Bill. You should have a certain number of characters. Yeah, we're going to start a, a limit. Five, 400 characters or less on the emails. We'll read your email. Only, we'll only read the first 14 words. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So it'll be like this. It'll be like this one. Uh, I put in for Keenan Allen, but just in case I don't get him, should I get? And then that's it. That's it. That's all we do. Yeah. Not a bad, not a bad option. Speaking of that, that is an actual, the last email I have on my list here. Um, it is from it is from uh, Lou Catch Twenty Two, Bill, and we touched on it earlier. He's wiping away the tears. He has Julio Jones. He can't believe it. He's trying to put in for a wide receiver, right? So he's in the same predicament as many of us. Yeah. He put in for Keenan Allen, but just in case he doesn't get him, who should he try to get? Who else should he put in on his waiver list? And it's the same kind of crew we've been talking about. Harry Douglas is added to the list of this time. Do you like Curly? Do you like Terrence Williams? Uh, Robert Woods, Ruben Randall. Who do you like from this list? I'm surprised Allen's not on this list because you, you see guys like Golden Tate and, and Eddie. No, no, no. Boy, yeah. he, 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 he's trying oh. to get Allen. Oh, I'm Allen's sorry. His, Kate, okay, okay. Allen's his number one choice, but he has a feeling he's not going to get him. Right. So those are the backup plans, plan half, B and plan C. Half a point PPR. I'm going with Terrence Williams in order. Here we go. Terrence Williams, one. Golden Tate, two. Jeremy Curley, three. Harry Douglas, four. Harry Douglas is on a bye this week, so you can probably get him later anyway. You're, on a, you're not high on Ruben Randall right now? Not until, Kendall Wright. Not until the the Giants trade with the Falcons for Akeem Nix. <laughs> well, how about Kendall Wright? Is Kendall Wright? Oh, I like him number, number two then. I like him right behind Terrence Williams. So, again, Terrence Williams, one. Kendall Wright, two. Robert Wood, uh, Golden Tate three, Robert Woods four, Harry Douglas five. There you go. I think that's it. I think that's all of our emails, bud. All right, we did a pretty good job tonight. Well, we did because we decided to. Uh, we decided not to uh, answer a couple of them. We were to do a personal. I got to do the personal ones. I mean, Padre Paul literally wrote us a passage from you know Psalms eleven four. <laughs> or you know Revelations or some kind <laughs> of package in the Bible. It was like it was that long. We just got another email, Bill. All right. Uh, Toasty Dosty. Yeah. All right. Toasty Dosty. Hey, guys. I think both of you should be in the DraftKings special this weekend so I can get 10 bucks. Um, Basically, what he's alluding to here is that he's going to beat you again, Bill, for 5 bucks, and he wants me to be in on this contest so that he can beat both of us and get his basically his money back. Mm, I think you misread that. <laughs> I did? Yeah. I, re- so, I misread it? I think both of you should be in the DraftKings special this weekend for $10 entry. I think he's just referring to the contest, saying that you both should be in it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but not that he beats us both and he gets $5 from me and $5 from you. 
Well, they put like 76 exclamation points after the entry thing. I so you think that... he wants to beat us both and yes. expects DraftKings to pony up more cash? I don't yes. think that's happening. The yes. deal is you beat me, you get an extra $5. If you beat Todd, you get bragging rights and you call into the show. Yes. That's, a, that's the deal. But we will both be in it. Todd's going to make some, some corny fantasy phantom name. So look for that in the standings. <laughs> my name is IMBE3. Good um, one. Good name. That's my name. William Enright the third, Billy Enright the third. I know it's good. I am solid. Sounds like <laughs> Will I am. I've yeah well, I've <laughs> I've been using that for a long time. That's like that's like my AOL screen name from like sixth grade. I love uh, Josh, our producer's idea here. If they beat you in DraftKings, not only do they get five bucks, Bill. They yeah. get an extra five words in their email. <laughs> That's good, too. So we'll elevate. 19 words. Yes. The emails will go from a maximum of 14 <laughs> words to 19. There you go. That's a good one. Josh, That's... you got to just say that. Don't just type it into Skype. Just come out on the air and say it. I will next time. Yeah, I like that one. That's good. That's a good idea. We're like uh, dictators when it comes to the emails. We have all these different. We're like communists. We have all these different rules. Do you know, Bill, you can only read so many of these emails. No, it's tough. And, and I do want to help out as many people as possible during during the two hours of the show. And you know, the phone calls, you get in, you get off. The phone calls are really, in my mind, the best option. But I understand that people are at work and, you know, they're listening and they can't really be talking on the phone. Imagine, like, you're sitting in your cubicle and you hear the guy next over. Uh, should I pick up uh, Zach Stacy this week? I'm con- contemplating whether or not he's going to be a good play. Like that, that probably doesn't fly at work. So I understand the necessary and the importance of email. So that's why we, we, do, we do take a lot of them. Yes, sir. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up, Bill. All right, we didn't get to the speed it up or slow it down game. We'll try to do that on Thursday. Also, we'll have some updated rankings for you, more DraftKings info, best buys, and, uh, and uh, overpriced players. That's all coming up on Thursday, 12 o'clock to 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Football Nation Radio, FF Champs Radio. Uh, Todd, do you have any closing words before we take off? No, I'm just going to uh, – we're going to program that 14-word limit right <laughs> when we get off the, the air here. We're going to talk to our tech guys. Your emails will come in. We'll see the emails, but we're only going to see the first 14 words. Julio Jones, out for the year. We'll see if that's confirmed or it's just a rumor at this point, but I'm guessing that it's confirmed. Uh, best of luck to you if you do have Julio on your lineup. We'll be back here on Thursday to help out everyone with their lineups. Until then, best of luck on the waiver wire. Check out ffchamps.com for our waiver wire report. For Todd DeVries, I'm Bill Enright. Best of luck in week six. Win your fantasy league and your trophy too. It's FF Champs, FF Champs for you. News advice, rankings, and expert advice too. FF Champs is for you. FFChamps.com, ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFChamps.com, extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance.